Wow. What's up, Demo Team Podcast? What up? What up? Happy Mother's Day, but most of all, happy 50th episode day. Because, you know, Yay. that's what's actually... Actually, go tell your mom happy Mother's Day. And your grandmoms, too. And your Yay. stepmoms. <laughs> and your mother figures. And all the mills out there. All the mills. Um, <laughs> tell Moses Happy Mother's Day because he's kind of like our mother. I'm I'm the mother hen. Yeah. Did you do anything great. nice for your uh, for your lady Moses? Um. Yeah. We went. We went to. Um. I don't remember what town it was, but there was a Korean spot that she really wanted to try and. Um, that's her like favorite kind of food. So we went right. there, um, got some coffee at like, you know, like some hipster coffee place because they make the best coffee. And um, yeah, we went to a park, but you know, it was like really fucking hot out today. So yeah, it's been really humid. It's kind of short lived. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Did you get any, any uh, wings? Dude, I got a I got a a bulgogi burger and it was right. delicious. It was like you know That's Korean awesome. fusion. Yeah. Yeah. The Korean vegetables are very good. Oh yeah, that that kimchi. Like I'm not you know pickles. not all kimchi, but like the other stuff. I mean, kimchi is good, but like the other stuff they have, like the pickled no, like carrots and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. That I like that stuff more than kimchi. Yeah, me too, honestly. Some bomb chicken and rice this week. Chicken and rice. Chicken and rice. Um. So, oh yeah. Before we before we begin talk about like our fiftieth episode or reflecting on the podcast. Um. Before we lose the interest of our new listeners, we should shout out the the Bayside Colt and. Yeah. Uh, Coheed and Cambria's Children of the Forest? Fence. Fence. Forest, fence, you know. Corn cob, man. Children of the corn cob. Children of the corn cob, that's what it is, right? (laughs) Basically. Cornbread and Cambodia. (laughs) Cornbread and Cambodia. (laughs) There you go. So, like, that was kind of a weird... um, I, I don't know, like a weird situation where, you know, we did like our regular thing where Ryan makes these uh, polls of like, hey, which band do you think is the best? And today or, you know, this earlier this week, he randomly decided to throw Bayside in there. And Bayside's like fan base that refers to them as a cult. They like invaded our Facebook page. And like, a cult yeah, with you. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was a lot of fun like we you know we had like a, a nice little friendly back and forth with them um, Hello, fun yeah right, you cool. know they're all nice people shout out to to the people that uh like dm'd us and, and talked to us in the comments yeah, they were super cool yeah, yeah. i guess and i guess i never brought it up um on the podcast but i'm a you know i'm a pretty big bayside fan at least i was in like the earlier 2000s when they uh like the first three records especially uh Sirens and Condolences the self-titled and Walking Wounded dude those albums went hard um 
That like, was like I don't their, know. Uh, that was that their Victory Records like era. Yeah, yeah. I believe all three of those albums were. Um, what was the follow up um, name? Oh, Shutter. Shutter was a follow up album, and they kind of got a little softer um, during that album. But then they they uh, what was it? Killing time? Uh, no, Colt. Colt was the album after that one and like they had dude they had some songs that went hard on that one but yeah like i was super into them um you know like they toured a lot with newfound glory uh who i mentioned you know like was one of my favorite uh bands in my younger years so you know i saw them live a bunch like like their vocalist anthony actually uh toured with newfound glory playing guitar for them when chad like had like like some medical emergency so that was cool to watch also um as well as i saw them with taking back sunday saves a day um they're definitely a great live band for sure yeah they're pretty cool i liked them in high school but i haven't really listened to them too much till this week yeah oh, i mean i mean yeah do you do you have any like favorite songs that you picked up on or like a favorite album? Um, I don't know, honestly. I mean, like the the one song I probably still listen to the most, like after like I stopped listening to them, was like honestly their cover of "Beautiful Girls." Dude, that was such and Sixty Six. I listen to that every now and then, but that song's sick. Dude, Six 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 goes hard. Um. That that punk goes pop volume two though, like just not just Bayside, but like that that's probably one of the most solid punk goes pops. Like yeah, not just Bayside because like you got Apologize by Silverstein, what goes around by Alasana, freaking uh, I would freaking give anything to just hear that album live because that's like I think I know Toxic by Stack Lullaby was on that, but they released that song like before that even. Way came out. before and, that, yeah, like. Yeah, it was like years. They just included that because that song was like hella popular. Yeah. And then we got that. Uh, I mean, that great, great cover by Attack Attack. I kissed a girl. Oh boy. Oh yeah. Love, <laughs> love me some Attack Attack, but uh, <clears throat> uh, pole sit up. Oh, like they have uh, over my head. If I didn't remember, that's like. Dude, that. That's dude. a classic. Their mm-hmm. covers were so great. Um, that one and they did the "Since You've Been Gone" cover. Yep. Yeah, was that like catapulted them to fame, right? I mean, I don't like. Yeah, it was popular, but they were pretty big. Like, even like, even before that, like they were getting pretty popular because they were definitely building momentum. But I feel like that's that's got to be like one of their top hits, right? Um, I don't know, man. We can we can look at Spotify now, but obviously it won't. You know, it's not accurate as far as yeah. uh, what got them. Apparently, you're welcome. Has got some some other top played hits right now. So I mean, I mean, how accurate is Spotify? Dude, I'm I telling mean, you, they just dropped it. So it makes sense. Yeah. But. Exactly. But I feel like if it means a lot to you, and is like yeah. That's that it. that was huge. Like so many people cover that song, and you yeah. know it's like, and yeah. like it, it like went way past the scene too with that song. Yeah. Like everyone knows like, that song. I think their breakthrough hit. It, yeah, it was it was like the 
the new Hands Down by Dashboard Confessional. You know, like the, like there was that song. And the new then... face down. It was the new Face Down by Red Jump. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was like, I mean, that's like the only thing Red Jump Suit's known for. I'm saying it's just at that level where it has like mainstream appeal, despite the fact that it's coming from like a post-hardcore background band. I think we're all just forgetting that Yellow Card made Ocean Avenue, which has 200 million plays. So <laughs> who's, tra- who's trying to make the next re- Yellow Card, huh? That one's a standard and a novelty. Yellow That's... Yellow Card soiled their name, though. Yeah, yeah, they they just had to fucking go after Homeboy, didn't they? After he died. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't just like pull take the gloves off and be like, oh, yo, never mind. But I mean... I'm guessing their fight's more with the record company than the dude. It was just, like, really bad timing. Well, no, they, they tried to sue his estate after he died. Oh, yeah, they're, they're way to go, Yellow Card. I, mean, I, like, like, I said with Yellow Card, too, but... name too. I always thought the violin guy in Yellow Card was fucking hilarious, because that dude was just always <laughs> getting down, and it's just like, dude, you're playing, like, the corniest instrument in the band. Like, you are one brass instrument away from being, like, a ska band. Dude, Sean, Sean was dope, man. He's like, <laughs> you know his name. <laughs> of course, dude. Of course, I do, man. Yellow card. I don't know. Dude, I'm indifferent to it. Back in the day. No, I won't lie. Yellow card, like, like I always thought, like at one point, like, oh, they're never gonna top that Ocean Avenue shit. But then, the, what was that? Lights and sounds. That album was pretty fucking dope. I really liked that one. I mean, I honestly like their older stuff better, but. Like, before um, self-titled? Yeah, like, one. I mean, it's bad. It's, like, kind of corny. One for the kids and uh, the underdog EP. Like, they were fucking sick. But, it like, it's definitely hasn't about, aged well. They where, definitely about became better songwriters. Huh? What about Where We Stand? Is that, like, that was, was before... Like, uh, that was when 99? They, yeah, I that's think. when Ryan wasn't even the singer. Like, they had, like, oh, some wow. other dude. That's crazy. And they had you an know, EP before that called Midget Tossing. Wow. They were a completely different band. <laughs> that's crazy. I mean, Ocean Avenue, is, the whole album is like a pretty decent record, I guess. Dude, it's a great record. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's all right. I don't know if I'd say it's great. I think there's better. Song, like, song for Song, I think it's song. pretty great as well. As far yeah, as like they, pop punk, they got goes. a lot of they've got a lot of cool, good like they got like a lot of solid pop punk songs on there, but it's like also but it's not like there's like a lot of bands that have better pop punk songs. Yeah, for but sure. for the bands at their level, like I don't know, I, I would say it's better than like each song is better than a Simple Plan song, um, better right. than well, Good Charlotte. That's like, why I would were... say Simple Plan, not Good Charlotte, because no, dude, they were they were better. Than I don't good know if Good Charlotte. Charlotte's got a better better album than ocean avenue but i mean i don't know i, I like I, like i said like, which I like album which Charlotte album Charlotte was very important to me it was my first punk band when i was a wee little child i'm, I'm just telling you yellow card were better i got shooter charlotte i don't know yeah I mean, good charlotte were like good so charlotte corny dude more. Uh, i don't know about that i think nah, they're. i, I mean so. i think they're I mean, neck and neck but i don't want to go get into another i think Another semantic bullshit argument. (laughs) I think we've had so much randomness from y'all. I think we should just ask David. David, what do you want to talk about? Because you've been kind of quiet. I want to give you your time to shine. Not three days grace, so. No. (laughs) 
Dave, you're allowed. It's your fiftieth episode too, bro. What do you want to talk about? Well, uh, well, shoot, man. Yeah, I was just like, see, since you know, it's been like a year. It's fifty episodes. Like you know, a little over a year. Yeah, and, and I've you know learned about so many bands from first to last is like you know a big one, of course. Like you know, especially like Ryan. Like every time, like like basically you've like implanted that band onto me man like and anytime i listen to it like i just think man this is like ryan shit like, <laughs> like that's know. pretty that's pretty accurate yeah yeah no uh, i think i it wasn't just me though i mean moses and cash were are both fans as well and i'm i think yeah. like it's like a running joke that at this point that we've like found a way to like shoehorn either deftones lincoln park or from first to last into like every episode Oh yeah, especially Lincoln. Park. I was like, when you said Death Sounds, I was like, Death Grips. We don't talk about Death Grips, ever. <laughs> but no, every, that, that's the new band we're gonna shoehorn in every Death episode. Grips, of Death Grips. Yeah, dude. I like. I was a huge from first to land or from first to last fan also, but I definitely didn't follow them as long as uh, Ryan did. Like once, uh, I don't know. Like once they released that first album with Matt as a singer, that's kind of where I dropped them. And, like, I, I listened to, like, everything after that a little bit, but I think where they really got me was uh, Dear Diary. And af- after right. that, it was just kind of, like, a slow decline. But, to, like, I, to me, like, Dear Diary is still on the, like, Mount Rushmore of, like, scene albums. For sure. Yeah, I agree with that. I think so. I mean... Sure. I I won't lie, like, when Sonny left, I definitely was one of those people that was just kind of like, you know what, I'm very unhappy about this, and I let it make me, like, think the move, the music was boo-boo, but then, like, I saw from first to last play without Sonny, and I was like, shit, this still sounds good, and I was like, fuck, I guess I am going to be a fan still, so I kind of just, like, got over it, but, like, sticking with it, I can definitely tell that everything's different, but, uh... I don't know. I just like it all. I just you think know, it's like good master class musicians in that band, no matter what. Yeah, what yeah, was it? Thrown, thrown to the Wolves? So that had some bangers. The thing about From First to Last, I think is funny, is that like I was like I was like the one who introduced From First to Last to all my crap core friends like back in like 2010. <laughs> Dude, my yeah. favorite my favorite thing about From First to Last is fucking Derek. His drumming is yeah, he's like good. probably top tier scene drumming for sure. See, like so, like everyone's talking about like a Spencer, like a Spencer guy, like joined uh, from first to last, and he's like one of their Who? best. Apparently, like, like I just hear people talking about that. I haven't really listened to their other stuff past Sunny, but like, I don't know. What do y'all think about that? I think uh, thrown is it thrown to the wolves, like that that album's worth listening to. Don't and then you... they had a couple songs with uh with Sunny. After that, like they got back together with Sunny, played emo night a couple times, and they released a song called "Make War" and another one called "Surrender" that are worth listening to. They don't. I think "Make War" kind of lives up more to like, like the from first to last set 
that uh that you're used to and surrender is kind of like more of like a party song but yeah yeah they're Which, they're both pretty good in their own right and you you always hated the lyrics and make war and then like i actually started listening to them recently i was like yeah those are they are pretty uh cringy for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I just feel I, like no no song should have the word snapchat in it or cockstrung like yeah like, no <laughs> it's pretty hard to like Mark top it. dance gavin dances cringe factor but <laughs> that one song yeah sunny sunny definitely topped it why don't they just get johnny to sing for from first to last <laughs> i'm just playing um man we lost ryan we lost ryan yeah. he left our 50th episode he just you know he was torn he's out, he, over. He was overcome by emotion. Had to drop off the call. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering what he thought about that "Make War" single from first to last. Like, you know, he's been a fan for so long, so I was wondering what he thought of the new stuff. Jesus Christ! I don't even know what happened there. Oh, okay. I was yep. just like that. I was there, and then I wasn't. Was <laughs> <laughs> I talking, talking? And I was like, "Make War." Right Oh yeah, I was like talking, and then like I looked at my phone, and it was just like there was nothing on the screen. I wasn't in Skype or nothing. But make war, yeah, make war is dope. Go ahead, talk about it. I, I mean, think we we just kind of talked about the cringe factor of uh, the lyrics, but it's still a great a great song, especially like the screaming part at the end. I think like that's kind of like I don't know. I feel like it's kind of like either like it could feel like Sonny's like maybe like definitely like different from how he used to be, how he used to write stuff. But, I mean, I, don't dig, up, I don't dig up the corpses of li- of seen horror seen kids. I just kids. Them. Dude, that line w- went hard, though. I'll give him that. That line went hard. That's, yeah. Because yeah. I think that was kind of like, like a lot of it, like a lot of what people don't realize about From First to Last is a lot of their lyrics are just very sardonic and like tongue-in-cheek and like, if you've ever like followed them on Twitter, you know they're just a bunch of trolls. Like, they like like fucking with people yeah um so we possibly have a bunch of new listeners because uh you know bayside cold and maybe even children of the fence uh so i was thinking like we could all kind of reintroduce ourselves since this is a 50th episode and let me know what your top three like favorite albums are and if you can't think of your top three just all time three of your favorite yeah or just three Jesus of your Christ. favorites. Cash, you want to go since you usually uh, start off the, the episodes? Um, yeah, my name is Cash Spicer from Dallas, Texas. And top three albums of all time is very hard. But I will say, um, Downtown Battle Mountain 2 is definitely one of them. You. So like we, wanna... can, we can circle back if you want. Sure, but actually, that that I don't know. Let's just do top one you can think off the top of your head because that this is a lot of work. I mean, do y'all have top, three? Dude, top three. I got my top three. Ryan, uh, you want to introduce yourself? Hello, I'm Ryan. Ryan Porter. You might know me from your Facebook wall, maybe Instagram, maybe Twitter. Um, yeah, I'm just some regular dude, and uh, I scream you in a band. Not regular dude. You're a fucking screamer and like. 
Yeah. Pretty yeah. solid ass band, man. Yeah, you got a band, bro. And you got great hair. Yeah. Well, I mean, me. You're going to make me blush. Uh, costume. But I guess my favorite, like, albums? Oh, shit, dude. That's tough. But um, The Destruction of Everything is the beginning of something new by Adair. Um, Thrown to the Wolves by From First to Last. And. Whoa. Oh, do I, do I dare throw a fucking dance, Kevin? I, I don't. I feel so indecisive about in Dance Gavin Dance like 100% of the time and like I feel like I should pick one to be like my album but I'll probably yeah. just go with like Dabble by Chiodos just to like piss everybody off. Dabble by Chiodos. Or <laughs> <laughs> that Isles and Glaciers EP is fucking sick. I can listen to that shit whenever I want. Dude, so, so good. Um, David, what's up? Me, so like we're talking top three albums. Yeah, introduce yourself. I don't know. Uh, hi, I'm David. Uh, from uh, near Jacks, Florida. What's up? Um, I mean, just off the top of the head, just like some three albums I love. Like one is like it's got to be Acceptance Speech. Oh, I don't know, man. There's something about the chemistry. Mental. John's like screaming, like his like lyrics and just how he fits over the. The, the heavier edge along with everything and then Tillian I think he does a good job yeah he does a good job like first album he's you know he's coming in singing over the shit he does a fucking great job and just it's a banger of an album I don't know they just hit a super strong stride on that album one of my favorites then uh, off the top I don't know Manipulator by Follow Troy that's a fucking banger probably my favorite album by them uh, what is it uh, what what a man a plan something Panama like that's that song alone is uh man a plan uh, yeah anything, uh, up here like fall troy songs like yeah like yo like check out this fucking band like yeah like like i don't know like some of their some of their wildest are just like yeah you gotta just see this oh wow we just got a question from little geronimo geronimo Geronimo. Um, before we get to that, Which, what was your third song, David? Third? I don't know, really. I mean, that's tough, but I mean... <clears throat> I, I mean, I have to... I, All right, well, little Geronimo asked, though, was what our favorite song from our favorite album is. Favorite song from our favorite album? Like, Yeah, yeah so it kind of goes along with Does it have to be Dance, well. Gavin Dance, or what? No, just this ask what's your favorite song from your favorite album? Shout out to Lil Jon, though. Great band, by the way. That's Dude, impossible. check them out if you haven't. They have a new song dropping, I think, next week. Hell we can yeah. get them back on. I don't think I was on for that episode, unfortunately. No. Yeah, no, they're great. Check them out for sure. If anything, I need to brush up on them again. Um. So, my name is Mo. Um... I don't know, my top three favorite albums would have to be Under Oath, They're Only Chasing Safety. And I guess if I had to pick a favorite song off of that one, it would be I'm Pretty Content With Losing. Um, Travis Scott's uh, Birds in the Trap sing Brian McKnight. I'm a huge uh, hip-hop fan, and that to me, that's like definitely my favorite uh, hip-hop album. And I don't know, maybe Turnover's Peripheral, Peripheral Vision would be my, my third favorite album. All right. Ooh. 
Did you think of uh, three other albums, Cash? No, two other? I didn't. I'm looking at albums right now. Um, but I'll say my favorite song from Downtown Battle Mountain 2 is Purple Rain. Great song. The, it's got my favorite outro, at least. That shit's just magical. Oh, I'm looking song. at New Fury Media right now, and I'm looking at all the reacts and all the shares that they're getting off Moses' meme without crediting us. Wait, what? <laughs> the welcome we, home meme you're co-heating what is new uh fury media media anyways i don't know um, do but they got about a hundred and eleven thousand followers on facebook they kind of just cut they're kind of like scene daddy and uh what's that other one um good killer entertainment where they're kind of just like their own little media pop-up that covers music and stuff and I, I believe Palin runs their uh, TikTok, but it's just funny to see. Like, it's like you know where that came from. Didn't they steal on your, every- your meme one time? Also, I'm sure they have. That I've happened. seen plenty of people steal my shit without crediting me, but I'm not. I'm just kind of mad when they do it to my boy. <laughs> doing it to my children of the corn. Get them. <laughs> Yeah, do it. Anyway, little Geronimo, what's up? <laughs> what's your favorite song from your favorite album? Hey, um, yeah. I'll go with Adair, and I'll say the I Buried My Heart in Cosmo Park. All right. Do you guys Ooh, have, um, like, top three favorite movies? Hmm. Actually, before that, like I finally figured out my third album. Um, it's got to be, you know. Okay. You're welcome by a day to remember. Say, <laughs> nah. Moses, you're the only one who likes that album on this. Podcast. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's like basically it's like a th- I know this band is uh basically not doing anything anymore, but like it's uh got to be Ida Mighty's Satori album. That's uh. That that album alone actually got me into like this whole scene, like Hail the Sun, Follow Troy, DGD. That's you know that's the only reason why I found all these bands and you know everything else you know even farther and deeper in that you know. And it's like I don't know. It's, <laughs> check that out that album out. I just think there's like some great ass, uh, you know, just lead guitar, great ass you know vocals. Uh, uh, it's really uh, honestly just a gem. It's a shame you know that band went down but uh yeah <laughs> that's just one of my those three gotta be my some of my favorites but yeah um movies uh who was starting that off should we can go to that that sounds fun you you can if you want movies i mean eh, i mean no shoot i mean what's the what have we what's like the recent stuff we've been watching in like the theaters like i mean i can think of like into the spider-verse like that movie was a banger i'm sure most people agree i don't know if Who's seen that movie? I haven't seen it yet, but I'll watch oh, it someday. And Spider-Man into that Spider-Verse? Shoot, six, what was it, six Spider-Guys? There's six Spider-People in it? Yeah, man, shoot. One of them's a fucking pig? Oh, come on, Ryan, I know you like... Spider-Pig? Spider-Pig. What? Like, well, Spider-Verse was dope as fuck. What's wrong with it? Okay, yeah, I was like wondering who's like... Dude, what? 
Do you have a uh, top three favorite movies, Ryan? Um, off the top of my head, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Thank you for All smoking right. and the fountain. Nice. We share one. Which one? Eternal Sunshine. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. I actually have a Meet Me in Montauk tattoo. Um, Thank you for uh, smoking. It's a great movie, by the way. Yeah, Kill Bill Volume One would be my like favorite movie of all time. And I don't know what would my third one be. Uh, I don't know. Probably like I, I like a, a stupid funny movie like Super Bad or The Forty Year Old Virgin. Uh, I'm gonna the two I can think of right now. The Big Lebowski. I love the Coen Brothers are my favorite directors or director writer combo. Um, and recently, I went on a date and I told the person on the date my favorite movie was Apocalypse Now. And I think I kind of, I think I'm gonna stick with that one. And also, I'm considering putting "Take This to Your Grave" in my top three albums. It's a great album, definitely yeah. top three material. So where should we go for movies? Um, well, we're go to the theater, we're just gonna play twenty questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you guys have like a a favorite band to see live, or um, I don't know, like a favorite show that you went to? Um, that's a good question. I mean, I always usually the first thing that comes to mind is the 2015 taste of chaos but like other times i think of 2015 yeah that's the one that had the use movie life glass jaw story of the year all american rejects mark hoppus but i mean i can think back to the 2007 one that had uh census fail to use a static Uh, lullaby say ocean kill switch engage Idiot pilot, like, dude, that was, one was, that, was a shit. Was that 2007? Am I, am I thinking the wrong one? Maybe it was 05. Maybe it was like. 05, definitely. I think 05 is the one with My Chemical Romance and the Used. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the one I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Dude. Taste of Chaos, I think 2007. Let me check. We don't want to well, be spitting well, things up. Well, you check. Yeah. Um, at that I'll Taste check. of Chaos, this guy that I know. Like, jumped up to the stage and punched uh, Gerard Way in the face. But only because Gerard asked. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was but such a mic ended up getting his ass, like, brutally beat. Like, he, he uh, by security, he had to go to the hospital and stuff. That that makes sense. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very intensely, that makes sense. It was, but, like, a couple months after, like, Dimebag Daryl got uh, killed. So Yeah, that shit's serious, dude. That happened yeah. like in my neck of the. That happened in the IE out where I live. That's crazy. The Dimebag Daryl thing. Yeah, where he got shot. That was on the, like local news out here. Damn, that's crazy. But 2007, uh, Taste of Chaos was the use. 30 Seconds to Mars, Census Fail, Sayosin, Aiden, Chiodos, and Eveline. Uh, I went to that show, and 30 Seconds to Mars didn't play because Jared Leto was sick, so since his failing to use, got like 20 minutes extra each. So we got just longer sets from both of those bands. And I got to be on stage, well, uh, I'm not like on stage, but like on side stage because I won a contest before the concert to watch Chiodos play. Oh, nice. Did you call in the radio station with the right number or something? 
Um, they had some contests at like the beginning of the of the show. Like, just some dude was standing outside, and he was like, "Here, answer this question about this shit." I forget what the freaking question was about. I think it had something to do with Chiodos because it was for Chiodos, and I I knew the answer, and the other person had no idea what the heck Chiodos was even was. So, I won. But, um, I mean, that was the same year that uh, that was when the used was playing like off uh, Lies for the Liars. Birth just came out. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that era of the used. Nope. You don't like earthquake? Earthquake. You Never don't like fire, liar, 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 pants on fire. Never. Yeah, I, I don't know why, but I just did not listen to them after. Um, I don't know what what was the album after maybe memories or the self titled one. Oh, self titled after that was uh, oh in, in love, love and death. And death. Dude, in yeah. love and death was a beautiful album. So good. I feel I feel like John Feldman as a producer actually kind of like as a producer like that took shit seriously. Like I feel like he peaked on Lies for the Liars because while it may not be your favorite like as a like you know musical thing if you listen to like the layers on like the bird and the worm that song has just dozens and dozens and dozens of instruments and like sound clips and effects and it's just it's a mastery like if you just have the right kind of headphones you can hear so much like going on in that song i could appreciate that i'll have to check it out if if that was like the first single off of that album that might have been like the thing that turned me off from from listening to it but uh, i would i should definitely like listen to it again to see if uh i don't know i mean like, may, maybe i'll end up liking it i mean it's like 2007 what was moses into you weren't really like i feel like like that emo pop like post-hardcore thing probably was that like i was probably uh, yeah at, at that point i was <laughs> probably giving up on on uh the scene and post-hardcore i think i was listening to like a lot of underground hip-hop like uh, all the yeah. Rhymesayer stuff, like Atmosphere, POS, mm-hmm. um, Hieroglyphics, Aesop, Aesop Rock, and, and stuff like that. F you, Lucy. Murs. Yeah. What about you, David? What was your favorite show? Riveting. I get disconnected okay. again. Yeah, I'll go. Yeah. I, I know David. Go ahead. Um, my favorite show, the one I think I'm thinking of right now is seeing LCD Sound System in 2016, right after they got back together at ACL. That was uh, that was awesome. Honestly, like I was just that was a really big LCD Sound System fan in like high school, and so finally getting to see them because i who knew i was like had no idea if i was gonna get ever get to see them because they broke up but we did it and they put on a cool show too james murphy's great front man hey y'all uh, brb <laughs> all right um all right. episode do you guys have any uh, favorite moments from the podcast, whether, I don't know, it was somebody that we interviewed or like a, a certain moment in an interview or even like one of one rant that we went on when talking about uh, 
like the yeah the album episodes. Dude, all right, I got one. I got one. Um, all right. After we finished our episode with Ben Rosette, like the whole hour and a half after that was like hilarious. Like that was easily my favorite. I think the the best, just like stupid back and forth we did talking about like was it? and stuff. And I don't know. Or like I think we talked about Lost, and then we talked about Home Improvement, and I don't know. Like that was that was like a really funny one. Was sure. that was that the episode where we just kept going? Huh? Uh-huh. We did that on a lot of episodes, but um, we did it it's just the one that we got really into Lost. Uh, Have we refer? I don't think we've referenced anything more than Eric Victorino saying that playing guitar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that's the like the top there. moment for me. That that is a that is a really good yeah. one. The inside uh, I just, it's amazing. The current episode was also a, a good one. That levity interview, which hasn't dropped yet, or I mean, it'll it'll be out by the time this is out. But that that was really fun, honestly. Yeah, one of our best interviews, I think. Yeah, and uh, I, Ben Ben Rosette's up there too. Super chill guy. Yeah, for sure. Very easy to talk. I to. really like Sergio episode was really good. I Sergio. feel like. <laughs> yes, go ahead. Uh, Sergio was great. Like you know, he had that kind of moment where he's like, he felt really comfortable with us to the point where he's like, "Oh, am I saying too much? Like, I gotta check myself. I don't know if I'm being too <laughs> too honest." And it's pretty cool when like you can get somebody to let their guard down like that because it almost feels like you know they're amongst friends or or something you know yeah or, like there's a good rapport. I think the thing is, is that we, like, we're so unprofessional that I think they're just kind of, like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I... There's, like... I don't see it as... We're uh, not yeah, business. Like, yeah, unprofessional, but I also don't see it 100% that way. I think it's just because, like, we're like, trying to be their friends, you know? Like, we're, yeah, exactly. like, dude, you know, we're, we're becoming best friends. Like, like, we don't really carry ourselves, like professionals for sure Business. but we also are but we also do it yeah we do it like we're just kind of chilling and that's that might be our of, appeal you know yeah we're, we're not uh anthony fontana or whatever yeah anthony fontana um we're, i we're feel like Adam 22 i think we should give a special shout out to joey holiday who's the only person to ever appear on our show three times He's hey, shout out to Joey Holiday. Check out the new Animoria song. Oh wait, and because of Mar- the, the what's it called, the Melt Mars, right? No, no, not Melt. We never had Melt Mars on there, uh, they, and they disbanded it. It was the other project that he had, um, with a uh, Misfit Summer. Yeah, Misfit Summer. There we go. I I, I can't remember the name of yeah. the drummer. Sorry, but. Jose? Was, is it Jose? That's what I thought it was, but... Let's, let's just cross our fingers and hope to, hope to God they aren't listening. <laughs> yeah, so I'm kind of bummed that we had them on the... Sh- I'm very bummed we had them on the show and they hyped up, like, new music. And, I mean, it's, like, what, a good seven months since that interview and we haven't heard anything about it. Yeah, it sucks. I, I've uh, DM'd him a couple times about that. and Who knows? Hopefully, uh... They drop music soon. Um, 
Who? What's your I, favorite I like episode? What's, what's your favorite interview that hasn't happened yet? Like, <laughs> I gotta look at the schedule now. Uh, I like I don't know. Maybe the the Nelly interview. I mean, do we want the Nelly? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Justin Timberlake. Um, but he got canceled, so can't. I mean, what's? I mean, is there is there actual harm in revealing our schedule? Um. So Maybe, than us looking like I doofus, other than us looking like doofuses when we say somebody could be on the show and they just never end up being on the show. Yeah, so we don't know if they're going to be on the. We don't know if they're going to be on the show, but go off. I mean, I can, can. I mean, at this point, we're like at least a good hour in, and if you're still like on this episode, I mean, I can just tell y'all right now that um, we've had. Craig Owens, The Fall of Troy, and The Blood, and God, who, who else is like Armor for Sleep? And, that one hurts. Uh, <laughs> Andy Sizek. And uh, <laughs> let's just say like different. Yeah, Andy Sizek. Uh, let, let's put. Um, let's just say as a whole, from first to last, because I don't want to throw nobody under the bus. But let's just say like these are all bands that have all agreed. And said they would be on, and then they did like the ho- most horrible thing in the world that a person could do, and ghosted us. Yeah. So, but, if, if you're listening, DM all those people. We need everybody. Bayside call. Yeah. Just yeah. Start, start DMing these people. We'll be like, when are you guys gonna be on the demo team? Yeah. Just tag they, like those people. Like literally, like we've already bugged them multiple times, and they've. Like even that sometimes these people will get back to us and say, oh, no, for sure, we'll be on the show. Like and then it goes back to the whole ghosting thing. So at this point, we've done everything we can do to get this certain. So hit up, hit up, hit up Haley Williams, too, please. Oh, yeah, for sure. Hit up Kanye West. Tell them that you want them on the demo team podcast. Kanye, Beyonce, The Rock. Um, Trash. I mean, Ryan hit up Ryan Reynolds today, so yeah. Drake, I've hit been up Drake. Like, Drake, hey. yeah, Drake, Drake's cool. Like, can we talk about his music? Is not really him, but no, oh, Drake, dude, Drake that, is is an evil person. Drake, though, like low key. Yeah, yeah he, well, I mean, he's like goofy as hell. No, but if you but follow like like he's got some hard edge to him, bro. <laughs> Hey, he was a child actor, man. That's his fault. Um, what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Moses, do you want to talk about the time that you almost got trapped on the show? Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> when, when all that stuff was going down, like the trap versus DGD drama. Uh, um, summer 2020. Or not, not even just trapped in DGD, but basically the like trapped versus a scene. Yeah, trapped. like the world dude <laughs> i, I just, trap singer. Uh, slid, in, slid trap. into like a trap post in the comments and like you know they said hey yeah we'd be totally be down dm us and then they like never they never followed through and you know it would have been cool like definitely not anymore because they're you know they're not relevant anymore but I during mean, that whole like time period where i don't know they were they were kind of becoming notorious. It would have been cool to have them on. They were like the world's biggest, like living, breathing <laughs> forest fire that you couldn't take your eyes off. 
Yeah. Go, everyone download Pandora. Help them out. <laughs> no, don't support. Them. Don't don't help them all at all. They're a bunch of. That's true. Well, maybe I mean, if they got more money, they have more time. from the singer. I would say. I think. I think most of the. I'm pretty sure yeah, like the bass player left the band. Which is cool because the bass player is my friend's uh, cousin. So. He's a cool dude. Shout out that guy. But um. Headstrong, take you on. Dude, um, what was it, what was I gonna say? Cockstrong, I'll take you on. <laughs> That that Jordan Blake episode was really good. That was um, a cool yeah. episode. That episode choked me up, man. I was I was about to be crying with him. <laughs> Dude, I, I, hope he, I hope he does well. I'll I'm definitely plan on visiting him to San Antonio sometime and getting a follow up. So yeah, he was real sweet. He posted a comment saying like like usually like our people that are on our show like. I think only a handful of people have talked about the experience being like really great and beneficial. And Jordan's one of those people that like, he's very appreciative of the fact that guys like us exist and like bring like classic bands and heroes from the scene, like give them a platform. Like dude hadn't been on a podcast in 10 years and I'm just sitting here like, did nobody think to like scoop that up? Like, is that it's crazy. Like we're not that big of a deal. We're not like the biggest best podcast in the world, but like, I guess that's just kind of, like, goes to show, like, like anybody can start a podcast. Like, Bayside Cult, like, you guys, like, as much as you want to be on the show, we did have a thing saying, like, today, hit us up, and you can be on the show on a Skype call, and here we are, we're just talking to each other, so it's just, like, maybe you guys should just make your own podcast. No, don't do that. We don't need, we don't need competition. Yeah, we do. No, we don't. Competition breeds better. Think about it. All right, you capitalist, but um, I'm just playing. That's entirely. That's entirely what we do here. <laughs> no, we're we're gonna start a second podcast, and it's gonna be the um, the Hello Shitty podcast, and we're just gonna like talk about Bayside. <laughs> we're gonna talk about Kohi and Cambria. <laughs> well, Hello Shitty, Hello Shitty's a a Bayside uh song, but yeah, we'll do one no. for. For uh the blood the blood red summer podcast and and we'll do we'll just have like three podcasts one dedicated to dance Gavin dance the other to Kobe and the other to Bayside. They're like when we finish dance Gavin dance I think now we have to do we probably have to do like a broadside album or Bayside my bad Bayside album <laughs> broadside oh man they haven't been relevant in a while. Hey I I have my recent listeners this week. <laughs> oh shoot! Shout out, yeah. Shout out broadside. Yeah. Yeah, um, I like them a lot, actually. So, so what, what I was going to say about the Jordan Blake episode, it was pretty cool that I finally got to talk about um, that like show back in like 2006 or 2007 where um, a Skylit Drive was playing. And it actually, it was like right, like, I think it was like a month after uh, Downtown Battle Mountain like dropped. So they were, uh, Dance Gavin Dance was supporting that record and they were on tour with uh pierce of ale and a skylight drive and you know they came down to san jose and i think maybe like three songs into the first set like a fight broke out and yeah it was pretty crazy somebody pulled out a gun like 
Like, I had somebody run up to me and be like, dude, what, do you have, like, your tire iron in your car? And I was like, hell yeah, bro. So I run to my car, grab a tire iron. Bring and a like, tire iron to a gunfight? Yeah. You well, did say uh, yeah. About- <laughs> we didn't know yeah. that there was going to be a, a gun drawn, but luckily the person <laughs> that drew the gun was on our side. But nobody, I mean, luckily nobody got hurt, though. Like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I mean, what I'll say about the Jordan Blake episode is that, like, it's kind of like how I'm thankful for y'all because, like, I, there's, if I did this with other people, I don't think we would have gotten, we would have even thought to reach out to Jordan Blake to do an episode so there's like a lot of and there's a lot of stuff like that where like i feel like somehow i ended up with this awesome team who yeah i think that's probably the only way it this ended up being successful is because somehow us the three of us or the three of y'all you know you know what i mean you're gonna make me cry <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. been really cool and, you know, seeing, like, this group of people that, you know, we didn't really know each other outside of a Facebook group and, you know, just kind of seeing what each of us brings to the table and, um, you know, I think we've all, been like, had a hand to play in bringing on different guests and, like, that. that's interesting, too, like, the different guests that, w- that we're able to bring, so... Yeah, we all brought someone to the table, and I mean, like, I guess Jordan Blake's probably more Ryan, but... Yeah. I mean, I don't know, I mean, like, Moses, you definitely got some good guests, for sure, and you're, I, Moses is just a natural interviewer, for sure, so... Yeah, Moses, how about, uh, you got Kurt Travis, if anything, yeah, I gotta say, my favorite's gotta be, uh, Pulses, Colt, Kurt Travis, and, like, Cat Bamboo, like, uh... Just, like the fun is for me like just an easy going and everybody else you know just uh you know the inter- interviewees seem to be having the most fun too you know just a blast yeah, yeah. It, it's a good time when they're when they're having fun yeah sure. and i think we definitely let them we definitely make them have fun for sure like we we're pretty keep it pretty light and i don't know have we ever i mean have we ever had like a one where it went bad like after the early you know, misfires. No, not not at all. Yeah. And I think a, another cool thing um, is that we have we've had artists uh, come here that we didn't even know about until they you know hit us up and we decided to check out their music and we like it enough that we I don't know agree to to interview them and like those have been interesting uh, interviews as well. Like a band like Ridgeview and. Um, like properties of nature hit us up, but, but I had already known their one single, um, being still was like the first, like, dude, being still hit us up. Like the first week I created a, a, a Instagram for, for the demo team. And like, I checked them out and, you know, I, I liked them a lot and like, I can't wait to hear more music from those guys. Dude, they're super cool guys for sure. Yeah. Yeah. They were, they were a fun interview, for sure. And, like, the other thing is, like, when it comes to interviews, is, like, I feel like we I can see, like, the progress we've made, for sure. You know what I mean? For yeah. sure. We've definitely evolved as, like, people and as, like, professional 
levels of interviewing because I mean you can listen to what was our first interview a marionette no I mean, oh, it was Anna Moria which not she went pretty well but a marionette yeah. had some <laughs> technical I you want to talk about that cash let's talk about that um, anyways, let's unpack that yeah I guess I uh, <laughs> did the old uh, you know what's it like being a swan core band or whatever, I don't remember what the question was, and then they hit me with, or no, it was like a question about the genre, and which me trying to tiptoe around swan core, and then they say, well, what genre are you talking about? And I'm like... <laughs> they, they big league do. Which, I thought Animoria did that. I know, like, we well, had a similar thing with Animoria. I, I asked the question better with Animoria. I said, like, do you... Or, like, I asked them how do you feel about i mean do you feel like it's reductive to be compared to dance gavin dance which i think that which is a way better way to say to ask the question and they were cool about answering it so i think yeah. it, it helped that that ryan was friends with them um yeah that kind of smooth like the animoria interview yeah animoria is definitely some cool guys and um it was really uh it's been, I, I mean, shit, dude. Like, we used to play with them and, and a marionette, like, every other weekend. And, like, those guys are cool. They're, like, really nice guys. I'm really glad that we were able to secure those two interviews from, like, the, like, what was that, fifth episode, sixth episode. So I feel like that kind of, like, added some legitimacy as we, like, danced through, like, Afterburner and Artificial Selection. But, like, shout out to Seafloor Cinema, who yeah. definitely was the first, like, stranger band because we didn't have no ends with the seafloor cinema before we had them on the show i thought you had ends with them like, actually ryan i i like i i like made memes and i like talk jokes and stuff but i don't know them in real life dude no they, they straight up they straight up asked ryan like dude what's up with the ketchup like <laughs> <laughs> that was Wait, a fun interview man uh shout out to doug and anthony and then everybody else in the band like they're so talented, very cool guys. Um, I can't wait to hear mu more music from them as well. And that was also a really awesome episode, too. Yeah, I think sure. they're, because they're so embraceive of, like, the meme culture that it kind of made a, a, a good back and forth, uh, you know, between us and, and the band. Basically, if you Definitely. like memes, it's going to be a good interview. And it was like... A I think it was a very important episode, too, because it was kind of like after all those riots and everything started happening and the country yeah. kind of was going in like, strange disarray. It was good to have somebody that was on the front lines of that and actually yeah, experienced, like, like yeah, the, you know, and it was good to get, like, a firsthand account of that. So, I mean, I, it was definitely topical. But I think our interview after that was Swim Gustavo and... I think that was the first time anybody in a band played music while on the show. Like, uh, Macklin was just playing his guitar and like, he gave us a little sneak peek of some awesome hits that they are working on. They actually had like a GoFundMe recently and they actually met their $3,000 goal to help, uh, like get mixing and mastering costs down for their new album they're making, which I'm super excited for. Yeah. We're going to have them pretty soon. I don't think they're going to, well, actually, you know what's funny about that episode so. was that we ended up doing it like two hours late because they were got lost hiking, right? <laughs> yeah, they were uh, hiking like along the Pacific Coast Highway, and they were like, "Oh, we gotta get back," and but they had hit us up and told us like, "Oh, we're gonna like 
running behind and stuff. So I honestly thought it wasn't going to happen, but I mean, yeah. fingers crossed in a, on a wing and a prayer, we were able to get that uh, interview out the door. Let's see. And after that was Properties of Nature. We've already talked about them. They're the only people, only band that has appeared twice. Have we had anybody else appear twice? No, it's only that. Band? We have another interview lined up, though, with... Um, Coming back. We have Goshaf coming back. We agreed yep. to have Swim Gustavo come back, so they'll, they'll be definitely joining the the two club. Um, I will I'm say sure like Properties I'm, of Nature will come back at some point. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure they'll they'll match Joey's three three Pete appearance. I will say one episode I was entirely bummed and like like depressed. I wasn't there for was the Coletta episode. Oh, I wasn't there either. You were? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was, no, uh, was just in, uh, David. Yeah. That was just me and David, and I, they were they were pretty cool guys. Um, man, yeah. that, that was a that huge... Was even, that, was that was before was, they dropped the new album, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which, that was probably, like, my favorite album of that year, was the Colette album. Yeah. 2020, idealism, dude. Like, that, that shit was mine as well, and, like, I honestly just kind of kick myself, because I don't... I don't. I don't know. Like Coletta seems to have like a rocket strapped to their back, and I don't know if we'd ever be able to get them back on the show. You know what I mean? Like I feel like the sky's the limit for those dudes. That's actually. Yeah, I'm, the sure, only... I'm sure I can hit up Zach, and he'd be down to come on. He's a good I guy. I have no idea what happened that episode because that's the only one I've ever interviewed. I never um, edited it. It's, so I think Moses. Did Moses that edited it, and which is why it sounds like crap. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> After that, I never did. listened to it, but I guess I should probably go listen to it. <laughs> it's a really good episode. You should check it out. Yeah, it was pretty cool. We talked about you know their background and and I guess we kind of just nerded out about like going to shows and stuff. It was a very relaxed interview, I think. Yeah. Um, I think after Coletto, we had Eric Victorino, which was it's really cool to have the dude from Strata and the Limousines on there. It was kind of I think that was like our first episode, like the darkest episode we've ever like did up until that point. I think the Jordan Blake episode kind of dips into dark territory as well, but not like dark where it's like these guys are evil. But it's just like it's it's sad to see what the music industry can do to people that work hard but like sign paperwork that quite is written to kind of like screw them over. Yeah, which is yeah. kind of weird because like a lot of people don't even know who um strata or the limousines were but to kind of to put it in perspective like strata was this band from san jose california and like in the early 2000s they they got signed to wind up records which i think was a staple of i don't, I don't remember what record label but i mean the world was basically their oyster like in the early 2000s they were featured on like the Electra soundtrack, the Punisher soundtrack, all like the, the those early like Marvel movies, and yeah. not only that, but like their like single was getting played like in commercial breaks on MTV back when you know mm -hmm. MTV was still kind of relevant. Um, yeah, like, the song remember the watching song. like the Real World versus Road Rules, and then like, dude, these guys that like I literally saw play like a tiny theater or like getting played on mtv um yeah. but Even, it was uh, 
um, even saw a song from uh, the end of the world, uh, Coma Therapy. It appeared on uh, an A and E show, like as the theme song. Like they definitely had like connections to like get their music out there. It just seemed like I don't know. I, I think I, yeah, I think it was like a mixture of a lot of things, and and like he said, one of them was having like you know not having that A and R guy be able to bat for them like they had an A&R guy that really cared about the man but you know like I, I don't know if, if uh the label got sold to somebody else so then that A&R guy you know did, like got fired or whatever and this this actually happens with a lot of bands uh from the scene that like get that get discovered and they get signed to a major label it happened to Armor for Sleep like Dude, we had this guy at the label who really believed in us and, like, whatever happened, you know, that A&R guy ends up, like, not being able to retain their job or, or whatever. But not only that, they were, like, they just kind of came out, um, like, at a weird time, like, where, you know, like, a lot of the big bands were kind of, like, those, like, post-grungy bands, like, like, obviously, you know, Deftones and System of a Down, those were, like, the big bands, but on, like, a level lower than that, it was kind of like, uh, I don't know, Edema? <laughs> um, maybe, like, Breaking Benjamin before, you know, they were, like, super big. So it was kind of like that sound that didn't stay popular for that much longer. Um, I don't know, it seems pretty popular now. <laughs> yeah, I don't you know. That Breaking Benjamin sound. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going yeah, for or whatever. Um, but rock thing. But yeah. like the Limousines was like a big deal too. I mean, yeah, like, they, were. they were like one of the first like viral like MySpace success and like that was before like Play Radio Play and Al City and all these other like bands were getting like they were getting scooped up around the same time. But like Limousines was able to get themselves like as a pop note was it a, a footnote in the rock and roll hall of fame being the last video played on mtv i mean that's that's an accomplishment to yeah, say the yeah. Least. Let's see well, after that we we MTV interviewed in america because they still play music videos in other countries which also the thing about yeah. the limousines which is like kind of interesting is that like you had strata which was like y'all's high school band the band y'all was in high school like the limousines were like high a band I was listening to in high school, so it was like kind of interesting, like having a band that was like imp- important to us in both like our formative years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like like I feel like the limousines definitely probably got screwed over by like record probably. deals and whatnot. Because like I feel like that they popped up like right when that scene was like kind of like taking off. Like I don't know. Like it definitely like. Um, because you had like MGMT and like all that like just kind of like indie sound with kind of like a electronic fuzz all over it and it's a bummer that they didn't go farther but I mean we, at least we got some great tunes out of it. Yeah, like even listen to their like lap, you know the like full length that they put out Hush, like it still holds up. It's a great like indie pop record. Um, mm-hmm. Like you know it, it sucks that like there's these talents that just kind of you know, unfortunately, don't don't make it. But yeah. they, they were close too. That's why we're not signed to a major podcast label. Yeah, we're looking at you, Jabberjaw, or I don't know what's another 
Are there podcast labels? Yeah, Earwolf. (laughs) (laughs) So we talked about Misfit Summer. We talked about the Ben Rosette interview being awesome. I mean, even in the title, it says Tree CD Sessions 2 and Lost. So yeah, that was definitely the Lost episode. Um, After that, we had the Resilia episode, which I think is the only episode that exists on our entire podcast where only one of us are on it. That was me, which was very, very scary. Because like we had, I wanted to get the episode done, and everybody was busy. It's also our shortest episode; it's only fifty-six minutes. When usually the average runtime is either an hour and a half or hour twenty. But yeah. it was a really good episode. I, I think that episode came off really well. And I'm like very surprised because like Brasilia like blew up. Like their songs are like in a hundred thousand plays, and sure, it's like it has a lot to do with Joey Holiday's feature and all that stuff. But like kudos to those guys. Like. It's cool seeing bands that have been on the podcast like blow up. Yeah, and um, man, for for like a band that doesn't have a singer per se, I, I thought they announced that they were going going to announce their yeah. vocal, but I don't think they ever did. They've uh-uh. had some awesome vocalists on, in like their three songs that they've put out. Oh yeah, the Danny Salisbury dude, like that song is like fuck, like. I feel sorry for anybody that like has to like not not a knock against Resilia, it's just like a compliment to Danny Salisbury, but that dude's like going ham. Like his like cleans and his like dirty vocals, he's just like he's going like balls to the wall, stretching that shit out. Like that's a that's gonna be a very monumental task for any singer to like fill the shoes for. Yeah, my favorite one is still the Joey Holiday one. Um Let go. Yeah, oh, it's so catchy. Like from mm-hmm. his vocals to the guitar riff, it it it's like a post-hardcore love ballad. It's, it's like great. a post-hardcore Michael Jackson song. Yeah, something like something like that. But it's I mean, so- Joy, Joy Holiday was on here like talking about how much Michael Jackson like it, like you know his vocals and such, and it's just like I feel like that's like the most in tune he is into that like R and B pop like zone that he's like mastered because like i think moses has said it like if there's anybody that comes close to like the prowess that like johnny craig has it'd probably be joey holiday in the scene yeah the only person i canceled right because the only person that'll never be on the podcast next to trap guy (laughs) well i was like because i mean like there's some other ones too like tyler carter but (laughs) oh yeah but he's not even that close though yeah, I'd say Joey Holiday is probably closer. Definitely, because like I like Tyler Carter, definitely a great vocalist. I'm not, I'm not like super in love with his tone, but he's definitely a great vocalist. Definitely canceled too. Definitely canceled. The as a vocalist, not as a canceled person, but as a vocalist, and yeah, talented. He was about to blow up too. He was about to be on that anime or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah, he, was, he, he still is. He still is. He still is. I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't watch it or whatever. But... It was a good anime. What was it? <laughs> high, fight school, high school. I don't know. <laughs> what was it called again? Um, Some shit like that. It wasn't fight that school. good. <laughs> I don't remember. No, no. I just it was a while back, and I uh, shit. What was it called? I forget. But it was it was a say- good, good show. David say it? Did David just say it? Uh, God of high school. High school of the dead. God of high school. There we go. 
David, are you underneath the floorboards? What's going on? <laughs> uh, no, I'm here. Uh, just working through my own thing. <laughs> but no, I'm here. <laughs> are you taking a shit, bro? <laughs> no. You sound like... <laughs> it sounds like you we're, like, off on, in the we're getting a call-in from, like, talk radio or something. <laughs> are you beating like off in the Frazier? closet? What's going on, David? <laughs> All right. So... Let's see, episode 23, Resilio. And after that, we interviewed Stay Still, which Who's I that? think was weird. Stay Still? Stay Still, some like band full of people that are like from all over Southern California that for some reason still make like post-hardcore music. But, I mean... I hear that people say they sound exactly like uh, Permore and Dance, Gavin Dance mixed together. I might have got <laughs> I might have gotten in trouble for that because <laughs> that's like that's that's like uh, the two most uh, annoying things that we get because that's all like people say to us. So yeah, making a meme Which... out of it probably wasn't in my best interest. <laughs> but I mean, it got it blew up on Reddit, so I guess I'm not in that much trouble. <laughs> I don't want to tell nobody, but I was the one that made that post on Reddit. Oh, you did. <laughs> Wait, was the <laughs> like like it's on the Reddit on uh, Swamp posting. It's just like if Dance Gavin Dance had Haley Williams as a singer, basically, and yeah, I got like a couple like a hundred and something uh, upvotes. Which I don't know if anyone here is like Reddit savvy, but getting upvotes on Reddit isn't very easy unless you're posting memes, and even then, it's not that easy. But it worked, so hey, good for me. It got me like like five more monthly listeners. But moving on, uh, our next interview was with Martin Biancini, which I think was like a huge score for us finally getting somebody like associated with Dance Gavin Dance like on the show. That was a solid interview, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, dude. I, yeah, he's a cool he guy. Was, he was down to clown. Like, he was oh, into yeah. it. And... I like his Twitter, honestly. He, like, plays... He has, like, little guitar tutorials and just has pretty just cool presence, so... Cool dude. Yeah, he's a real nice guy. Good score by Moses. Um, do you have anything to say about that interview, Moses? Um, hmm. Not, nothing really comes to mind, but he was really down-to-earth and... You know, cool guy. I, I I talk to him on Facebook every now and then. Um, Solid guy. He yeah. told us how to say his name, and we're still saying it wrong. It's Martin Bianchini. Bianchini. No, I think he said something. It's something different. But nope. I don't know. No. He said it was Bianchini. Martin Butterfuco. Yeah. Well, I mean, we asked him how to pronounce yeah. it, and no, it, he said yeah, it went slightly Bianchini. different than how we how everyone else says it. But like, I don't know. I'm sure, like, the original, like, Italiano. Uh, yeah, it's know, like... Would be, like, beyond champagne. It's just, it's just but, splitting hairs at this point. Yeah, he's... I think the way we said it was acceptable to his terms. Yes. And but, just the way everyone else says it. So, episode 29 was Properties of Nature's second appearance. We kind of already talked about that. Um, let's see, episode 30, 31, we're downtown Battle Mountain 2... Uh, and then our next interview after that was Goshef, who's probably still like one of the coolest people we've had on the show. Who's like made an effort to actually like make us a theme song that Which, I really wish we we should include because I don't. Yeah, think I've been thinking that we need. To, I we need to figure out how to do that. 
I think uh, as we, I mean, you just have to splice like a good like fifteen seconds of it, like at the. You want to play the whole thing. And then just put it in front of the yeah. actual. Yeah. Um, I just need the video, and then I'll strip the um whatever it is from it and put it on everything. I'm but... sure you could hit up Ghost, and he can give yeah. you the the MP3. The audio. Yeah, I I think we have it. I think I have it somewhere. I don't know where, but I think I do. I could probably send you the link, or just yeah. ask. Him. Wait, Quentin's dope. Talk, talk to him into working the the apple up your ass bit. I really want that to be in our theme song. Cut it out. We gotta find the episode it's in, the Eric Victorino episode. Cut it out and just like save it as a, like a, its own little piece of dialogue. And then just I send just, it to him. Like I that just want and David singing. That's all that needs to be in the uh... Taylor sheets. <clears throat> So, <laughs> Ghost is awesome. He's probably one of our more like interactive like uh guests we've had. Like he's helped us make videos, he's helped us with music. He 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 still to this day like, like promotes us. So like I love Ghost. Ghost is a great guy. If you haven't checked Boule or Keanu DiCaprio out, but definitely go check those out. Yeah, um, super cool guy and like like you mentioned, we're going to have him on the podcast again. But definitely go check out his music. Ooh, That's Ghost okay. Shaft. And Keanu DiCaprio and Ghost Shaft. Definitely go check that out. And if you didn't know, Keanu DiCaprio is Ghost Shaft and the singer of Swim Gustavo, Sad Boy Sam. And let's see. Moving on. Uh, episode 33, we had Little Geronimo, who I feel like totally like came to play. Like They definitely were enthusiastic to be on the show. And it was cool having them on. I think yeah, they were, they were great. I think I took a, a edible during that episode and it was <laughs> spacing out like halfway through. I wasn't there, but was David there? I, I wasn't there, David. so I couldn't say. I thought David. you were all there, David. No, from I don't think I was there for that one. David, we no, the little Geronimo. <laughs> Geronimo, yeah. He was there. All right. But those guys are great. They got a new song coming out May 14th. I don't know if this episode will be out, but definitely if you're listening. Oh, I'm trying to get it out soon. I might, it might come out on May 14th. Nice. If you're listening to this, go listen to their new song, Little Geronimo. Not Lil Geronimo, Little Geronimo. Um, Is a Little Geronimo? Like, little little okay. Geronimo? I don't yes. know. That's, they should definitely. That'd be a good. That's a good rap name. They should definitely uh, copyright that before someone else takes it and blows up with it. <laughs> There's Lilla Best Geronimo. There you go. But um, zero monthly listeners. Here's <laughs> on two Miamis encore. Miamis. So episode thirty-four, we had space weather with. Which I think was a really good episode. That was a good episode. I don't think I was there for that episode, but I remember listening to it, and it was really good. Yeah, um, I can't, man, the singer's name slips my mind, but he was, yeah, he was very chill. It was a definitely laid-back uh, laid episode. Definitely go listen to Space Weather, because Space Weather is dope. It's, it fits the, the math core vibe that we've usually had on this show same with little geronimo but i think they're like a little more in tune with like coletta like in the pop area 
Yeah, little little Geronimo is very uh, like unique. They ha- like they have they have it down, and it's just a matter of like somebody finding out who they are, and I, I feel like they can blow up for sure. Same I, I, I really feel like they have that it factor in their music. Yeah, space weather could definitely blow up. I feel like they're just like kind of like the same problem because I mean I'm not I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I'm in the Swan Core scene and it's it's not easy to blow up in the Swan Core scene, especially yeah. when there's other people doing something similar. You know, it definitely yeah. feels like it has a ceiling. Um, yeah, but we just got everyone just because Dance Gavin Dance takes up all the air, but like it's not just them though. Like you got Hail the Sun, you yeah. got Circus Survive got all these bands that are kind of just do- doing something that's similar to it but they're more popular one core it is, isn't but it's trippy but it's, ambient yeah it's similar but it's yeah a, i know wider appeal outside of it yeah it's, it's always going to be more popular coletta coletta yes yes david coletta coletta no it's like anything like like you kind of compare like their first album then they're like second you know for both of them it's like they did the swan core kind of thing and then the second album was like oh uh, dwelling doesn't have a second album yet but like you know that second single was a little bit more you know more original and then like coletta you know they you know they flipped it and way more yeah i get what you're saying because their second yeah their their last album wasn't was a departure yeah and i know y'all love that shit very good but departure. That's kind of like the thing that Moses was saying, though. There's a ceiling, and, and they're like as much as people want to like crap on that new Coletta, they're doing better numbers now than they were when they were a Swancourt band. So it kind of just shows that, that you got to kind of branch out from underneath that ceiling and kind of do your own thing. Otherwise, you're going to get lost in the shuffle. And Coletta is kind of just like putting it out there that you got to do something different man like you got to be you like you can't just be a, a band that's going to get compared to other bands and dude, or you just that, that best, album definitely has the potential to like blow up and be big for sure i feel like it's like if if joji had a backing band it would be that yeah like, or, yeah sure it's vibey as fuck it dri- it's drippy with the vibe mm-hmm. but um after space weather who is also awesome um we had ridgeview which was a great was great moses had brought up that it's it's good to bring bands that uh you know we're not like super savvy on before they come on but after they come on like uh, you check out their stuff you're like wow this is actually some really good shit for sure and then boom we had kurt travis an episode a man that came in here and we got two episodes worth of content out of him, and he was probably like the coolest, nicest, most associated with Dance Gavin Dance guy we've had on the show. Yeah, we don't, I don't even know how need we Dance got Gavin him to Dance. sit down with us for two hours, right? Like to that me, was that was like three hours. He's just totally just down to just talk about, just shoot shit for two hours. That was awesome. He's so nice, and like you know, it could like in my mind, it couldn't have gone any better. I mean, maybe it could have, but it went, you know, so well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I thought I fumbled and I was nervous, but like, that's just me. I think the episode as a whole is great. It's our most listened to episode, so yeah, we, we did like, some. We did some, right? 
and it's like it's on by a lot. I think I think Jordan Blake is the only person that comes close to the Kurt Travis episode. How many listens to that one? The Sergio one had a lot of listens too. Sergio had a lot of listens. Uh, Yeah, I think Jordan Blake just passed up Sergio though. But yeah, I guess Jordan Blake. Jordan Blake's like you know good feel good story. Good like yeah. That and, and people love yeah. Skylar Drive. Like, we can't yeah. undertone that. Like, Skylar Drive was huge. Like, that's true. They had a, they had a, they had a limit on their fame, but like, well, a lot of that had to do with record labels like forcing them to do certain things and just turmoil in the band. Yeah. So one of our upcoming guests, and I mean, I guess I could say it because he seems really down, is a guitar player of this band, Transit. And um, Transit is actually has, yeah, they actually have more listeners than Kurt Travis uh, does on Spotify. So it'll be interesting. Like, I mean, the band has, you know, since then departed, but I'm hoping that we'll still get some of that Transit fan base uh, to kind of check us out um, because we're, you know, we're interviewing their, their guitar player. Yeah, trans is cool, and like I think it's cool that we're not we didn't we didn't really limit ourselves to just this scene. We kind of, you know what I mean? Like we're kind of. Oh yeah, for sure. We're, we're gonna we're, we're gonna have Samuel L. Jackson on someday. Oh yeah, know? we're gonna start having um, you know, playwrights and authors and um, uh, chefs and things like that. Dude, David Chang, let's get David Chang on. All right. I don't even know who uh, David Chang is. Oh, shit. You've never heard of uh, Momo, Momofoku? Mo, is, it, is that what it's called? Yeah, dude, check out. He's like a celebrity chef. Well, oh, not okay. like a celebrity chef like Guy Fieri. He's like well-respected in the in the culinary world. Wait, you're telling me Guy Fieri's not well-respected in the culinary world? I mean, the dude wears bowling shirts. Come on. <laughs> hey, bowling shirts are kind of cool. <laughs> Not really. No, they're not. <laughs> if we're going to have any chef on the show, the only chef we should actually get is Alton Brown, because Good Eats was a great show that taught me how to cook grilled cheese like properly. You you guys should definitely check out David Chang, though. Um, he had that show. Was it? No, Fuck That fuck That's Delicious is... Uh, that's, oh, uh, Action Bronson? Yeah, no, that's Action Bronson. But David Chang had... Has uh, like show, had a show on Netflix. I thought you said "fuck that's delicious" because that was Action Bronson. But... Yeah, yeah, that's Action Bronson. But David Chang, David Chang's obviously not Action Bronson. No, um, well, we could have Action Bronson on. Dude, that'd be cool. I love Action Bronson. Dude, so he's great. Cool. Um, but yeah, he has like restaurants, like you know, in Canada, in Japan, and stuff. It's pretty. Yeah, check out David Chang. First uh, Swan Corsha. chef. We should, uh, all right, how about this? Oh, I got a question for y'all. Who's a guest that y'all want to interview who is not in music? Who do I want to interview that's not music? Yeah, not music. Hmm. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's why I keep tagging him on Facebook. But, um, I mean, as, like, not a musician, I mean... I don't know. Does it have to be realistic? No, not at all. No. Actually, this is like such a broad question. Like I can't even pick a one. But 
could probably talk to Hugh Jackman about anything but like his workout routine regarding like Wolverine. All right. Maybe Jim Carrey. That'd be dope. Yeah, he's pretty cool. You could talk Kinda about weird, Eternal Sunshine with him. I want to ask him about uh, that Andy Kaufman movie. Dude, that Andy Kaufman movie was like, did you ever watch like Me and Andy like on Netflix? Yeah, I did. That's, That's just crazy. Like, method acting. Yeah, like to the point where it was like, because uh, you know how he had that whole wrestling thing? Yeah. Like Jerry the King Lawler, like the wrestler that like Andy Kaufman famously fought, like he was involved in the movie and like he was like involved with like making it with Jim Carrey and like Jim Carrey like played it so straight that he hated like Jerry the King Lawler despite the fact that him and Andy were like friends in real life. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Method acting gone wrong because it like I don't know. I mean the movie's kind of cool. I like Man on the Moon. I I mean it's not the best biopic in the world, but definitely good. I liked it a lot, honestly. Plus you got, you got that uh, yeah. good REM song from it. What's it called? All right, Man on the Moon. <laughs> and on the moon. That's our new podcast. We're gonna be all about REM and uh, how yeah. they got popular. I mean, I mean, then let's just say it right now. REM we'll opened the door for Bayside. Monotone everywhere. Wait, dude, Bayside's story. not monotone. Nah, I wouldn't say they're monotone, but they're, they're multi-toned, but, like, not as multi-toned as other bands. Yeah, but they're definitely not monotone. I mean, who sounds closer to Bayside? Would you say Cohen and Cambria, or would you say Aria? Well, dude, Cohen and Cambria is different. He's just high-pitched, but honestly, he's probably more monotone than the Bayside, dude. Like it's just not. I would not say that. He's, at he's all. like super high pitched. No, but he's got he's got more range than that. He goes high. He goes really high. Nah, I know he he's he's more he's yeah. But I mean, but, I guess R, I would say Aryan was probably closer to base side. But I guess so if like, I'm wrong that about closer, that, man. a uh, whole cult of people will come in and bully me. So if anything, Anthony. Rainery's like in the middle of like Claudio and whoever the white guy. Uh, from I forgot Rainer. his name. Uh, My- Michael Stite. Dude, I was gonna say his name is probably Michael something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, accurate. So after are we well, gonna we do my talk about every episode? We're just talking about every. Episode. We're almost just done so doing that. All right. Yeah. I, that, I yeah, do. We have an excuse. We have an excuse to tag everybody. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. This is I like this is like the Seinfeld finale, where it's probably it's not very good, but we get to have all the guests come on, or not really. And, that's what we talk about. The next guest was Zach Garen. Do, do you really want to skip Zach Garen? I mean, that was nope. pretty surreal. He he stayed. Well, for, hopefully, we can get Newman on the podcast. Newman. <laughs> yeah, right, that's my answer. I I would love to have Jerry Seinfeld on. We could be comedians in cars getting podcasts. Um, but what's the deal with Zach Garrett? I mean, I thought that episode was cool. <laughs> oh yeah, Zach Garrett was cool. My answer, Tim Allen. I think Zach Garrett's like the only dude that was like on game because like he'd be like, "What are you talking about?" And then he'd like look it up on his phone, and he had like the information two seconds later. And he's like, "Oh no, it's like this." 
Yeah. Very yeah. tech savvy. Probably our most tech savvy. That's guy. cool. I mean, like, there's people who just kind of talk out of their ass, like kind of us, honestly. We don't really look stuff up. I guess actually sometimes yeah. y'all do, but. And then we have Zach Garren, who's like, you know what? I'm gonna make sure this is correct. Yeah. Fact checked on on the exactly. job. Yeah, Zach was uh, like, uh, go ahead, David. David, finally, yes, tell us about Zach Garren. That was your episode, bro. That's where you shined. Yeah, you just had all the scoops, man. What is you he? Had, I think Zach episode. Garren fed you information before. Yeah, man, we got most of uh, what's it? Fantasy, fantasy forever, or whatever it's like. Eternity forever. But yeah, no, Zach Garren. Wait, Zach Garren wasn't in Eternity Forever. No, no, no. But it's like, I don't know. We just got like a bunch of those fun boys in there. Ben and Kurt, that is most of Eternity Forever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, good shit. But no. Um, we had most. Gotta get Brandon we have, on. We've had, most, we've had most of Strawberry Girls, too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But, and, go ahead, David. Sorry. I don't, I'm sorry to keep interrupting you. Go ahead, David. Very good. But no, it's like, I, I like bringing up the question where I was like, yo, Zach, like, you know, we brought up that, you know, he's like in the cooking, you know, he's like a. You know, pretty uh, accomplished chef. You know, like she was making all those dishes, and they look pretty dang tasty. I might say, Zach. Um, but uh, no, I brought up the question. I was like, Yo, man, like, what if like you had a date night? Like, you know, you you know, if you sit down, you're like having a date night. You're like making music with like a girl, because like he's he's like a he's brought up that he'll like collab with a lot of you know, it's like lady friends, like especially with like really nice voice voices with you know with his guitar and stuff like that. And I was like, Shoot, you know, what if you had like a night of collabing the nice lady friend and then you just had like like shoot what what meal would you like finish the night off with you know i don't know it was just like a it was just a fun thing you know really yeah moment. he was our first chef <laughs> yeah chef zach oh man it was definitely a good ass episode but cool. i mean after that yeah we had Zachy G giving us like chef tips, but uh, uh, Cat Bamboo was after that. I wasn't there for that one. I was really bummed I couldn't be there for that one. But I believe I had band practice or something. Yeah, it's a shame. That was cool. That was a good one. And it was, it was a- like he gave you guys a he gave you guys a preview of the song with Kurt, didn't he? He played. Yeah. Like, he basically played the whole song, and I think there was some like miscommunication because uh, I was talking to to him on. Yeah, like on Facebook, and I asked him if we could preview the song like ourselves, like like if he could send it to us, so we can listen to it and we can talk about it on the podcast. But I think he took it as like, can you can you play it on the show? Which is definitely not what I meant. Um, so that was interesting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what you pay for? Pretty warm, but like it was really cool to hear a new track right on the air, you know. You guys heard it before it dropped, so that's the scoop right there. That was a first, a demo team first. Dude, we got oh, we heard out about Elephant Jim because he, like, I guess Cat Bamboo has like toured with them, and like, you know, for Swanport being like so math rock adjacent and I don't know, people listening to, like, kind of, like, mathy bands, like, I never hear anybody talk about uh, Elephant Jim that much, so it was cool that, that I got to, like, nerd out with them, about them. 
Big shout out. Y'all. After Cat Bamboo, who is awesome, by the way. If you're not listening to Cat Bamboo, you're fucking up. Go listen to Cat Bamboo. Uh, we had Pulses, which Moses wasn't there for that day. And I honestly, Moses, you should have been there because I feel like y- you guys would have gotten along. You would have vibed like hella hard. Like, I, I still feel like we got a great ass episode out of that just because those guys oh, are very just cool ass people. Yeah, they're very yeah. smart. But I feel like if we had another episode with them, which we, I think they agreed to be on another episode, but <laughs> you've got to be there, Moses, because these are, these are your people. Yeah, I mean, I, I talked to, you know, a couple of the guys on, on Twitter a lot. So, yeah, it'd be cool to to get them on the show again. Definitely. Episode. Like, we tried to end it, but, it, like, it went on for, like, another, another 30, 40 minutes. Dude, they've been... They were laughing about that on uh, Twitter. I remember reading the comment. They're like, they really just let us like ramble for 20 minutes straight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, think, cool. I mean, that's what we're best at. That's, that's our game. Yeah. I think the funniest shit in that interview with Pulses was just like, we're like, they're, uh, we were talking about like fantasy booking, like tours and stuff. And they were trying to be realistic. And they're like, you know what? Fuck it. We're not being realistic anymore. We want Kanye. (laughs) They want Kanye, Silverstein, and like, I think Rico Nasty was like. Dude, that would be a sick tour. Like, (laughs) I would would totally go to that shit. That would be awesome. And then Rico Nasty would be next. But what if you got Silverstein and Kanye uh, doing. um, (laughs) Runaway, yeah. Dude, that, that was like. We talked about like how Apologize and Runaway are probably some of like the most solid covers any post hardcore band has done. Oh, we were talking about all the rap ones they did. Like it was like that and that They did Apologize and uh Runaway. That well no, the... that was but they were talking about we weren't we didn't talk about Apologize that we were talking about like um what's it called? Punk Goes Crunk. Yeah, Punk Goes Crunk. But what was the main song from that one? Still fly. Still, um, yeah, still fly. It was still like still fly, and run away, and then uh, there's like one other one. That Somebody was, did hey y'all. Oh, scaring kids, scaring kids did uh notorious thugs. Which that was actually that was a really good one, honestly. I love that one. Let's ride, let's ride, let's ride, and get high, and get high. Yes. That's that was a good I'm in dangerous. Don't smoke weed, no angel dust. Blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> It's kind of crazy, like, because that's uh, that song features Bone Thugs and Harmony, and uh, Busy Bone actually has like post hard connection, post hardcore connections. Like, he has Johnny Craig on a track, and then he was on like Icy Stars album. That is crazy. Busy. Yeah, Busy Bone's always busy. I just wish we got more of that like rap connection, because I feel like. That's kind of where like mute, like uh, post hardcore and like metalcore is going, like trap metal. I feel like it's going in that direction. And like ten years ago, like people were like kind of like fucking around with it, and they kind of just dropped it. But I'm kind of yeah. glad that that's back. I want to get Future on the podcast. Yeah, do it. We should do we should Future, Lilith, Hubert, Young Thug. If you can't get Let's Future, get fu- get futuristic. <laughs> <laughs> He's the, he's the motherfucking greatest, but um, I think after Pulses, we had Sergio Medina, which we've kind of like touched on over and over. Jordan Blake, we've touched on over and over, but our last interview that we had that's out to you, the listener, was I Met a Yeti, which 
I mean, honestly, like I really enjoyed the episode. I feel like we got a good episode. But my only gripe is that we didn't talk about Lincoln Park with them. That's true. We are are they I, like big Lincoln Park fans? I don't know. We didn't ask them. We didn't know. I don't uh, think well, they no, we maybe because, because it needs to come up organically. Like that's the thing. It has to come up organically. If it doesn't, then it's not meant to be. If if yeah, I know. I, I get that, but if they talk about it a little bit, if they bring something up adjacent to it, I'm gonna ask. Because mm-hmm. usually, like people oh. will um, will bring it up organically because we'll talk about like what got them into the scene, and I think even somebody tried to bring it up, uh, like in the Zach Garen episode, and they're like, "Yeah, we didn't listen to that." We were, no, we, he said something you, about Lincoln Park. No, I asked him, but he no, said no, something about no, he didn't. Park no, he didn't. You brought it up, and he actually no, there was. I brought it up. I asked him because he said something like about about it. There's something, oh, yeah, they said something about Lincoln Park, and I was like, all right, let's talk about Lincoln Park, and he's like, I wasn't really that into Lincoln Park, but he yeah, did even like I like suspected, they were definitely too cool to listen to Lincoln Park in the band. <laughs> yeah. Not cool enough, honestly. <laughs> too cool to listen to Lincoln Park. For our, just, for, for our new listeners who don't know. For our new listeners who don't know, uh, Linkin Park is probably one of the most brought up bands next to like ZZ Top and Deftones and uh, Drowning Pool because it just happens and it, it could become a running joke, kind of like Apple in the Ass. And uh, what yeah, other I'm running just talking jokes? about ZZ Top? I, I, say, I, we need to do an Anthropenor Revisited yeah, episode. Uh, you, you do know that React polls are your fault, right? Are they? You're the, you're the first person to share a React poll. Oh, that's true. Page. I did. That's Afterburner versus Afterburner. Dance Gavin yeah, Dance is Afterburner versus. That was, you're bringing up old stuff, man. He's like, you're 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 cutting up old wounds, dude. I made like an OG uh, Pokemon meme. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the first. Those um, were the first. But yeah, going back, to, going back to I Met a Yeti, like, that was a pretty good episode. Um, dude, I, I'm really excited for their new music. Um, yeah. They have a new song that hasn't dropped yet, and we can't really talk about it, but it's amazing. They didn't really tell um, us anything about it. But. <laughs> oh, no, they, they, I, they sent it to me. Oh. I cough, it, cough. We, we, we know nothing about it. No, I think cough, we say that we that we heard the song and we got it. Um, okay, I didn't listen to can't the say song. Anything I probably out just ignore that message. Except, but. except that it has a feature on it, which they meant they said that they didn't say who, but it's pretty awesome. And it's and not then, it's not Michael Bublé. <laughs> That's the other person we bring up, Michael Bublé. <laughs> it's, it's actually William Hung. That's the featured vocalist. <laughs> Wang Chung. Everybody Wang Chung. <laughs> All right. Maybe I'll well, we went over everything. Um, well, we we have the Levity episode, which is going to oh, come out shoot. before this, which yeah. Levity was awesome. That's a great Levity one. Levity was great. That was my real game. down to earth. awesome. And it's, like, really cool. It was just some guy I played fantasy football with who, like, was just a cool dude. I was like, yo, want to come on? And he I got to I got out, to uh, nerd out about Ghost Man on that episode. Yeah, that's cool. Like uh, 
what's his name? Alex from it. No, not Alex. The other, the other one. The the vocalist. Yeah, the vocalist. So, he's a really interesting guy. Christian. He, uh, he's a promoter in Florida, and so. Yeah, if you want to book a show in Florida, hit up Christian. Mm-hmm. Christian, that's it. So, guys, in the time it took for me to mention New Fury Media since the last in this episode, so they shared our uh, Law Dispute React meme, and they credited us. So you oh, see that? Very cool. Very nice. Thank you, New Fury Media. We Dude, I, I commented you. on him saying thanks for stealing my meme. Everybody, go check out. <laughs> <laughs> You're coming. Your comment's right under mine. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> That's great. Is there I'm anyone else? What's up? I'll say, uh, you keep going. I was going to say, is there anyone else we need to shout out? Um, Being us here. Shout out. I mean, we should definitely... Uh, we should... Uh, oh, you know who... Um, we should shout out uh, Mama P. Tillian's mom, because yeah. she... She... Was, she um, Showed us she love, believed in like you know for right early from on the beginning yeah early on so thank you, Mama P. Thank you. Happy Mother's Day, Tillian's mom. Yes. Shout out to uh, Tillian who can like our posts that like at him but he can't respond to them. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. One day. One day, bro. We'll get we'll get him on. We'll we'll make a thousand decent memes about it. Maybe. Wait wait wait. Tillian's actually on the podcast right now. Uh, hey guys, what's up? Hey, Tillian. Uh, um, did, did you guys have any? Did you guys have any questions about uh, Factory Reset? It's my new album. Um, is it? Why is it your best album? Um, because I really wanted it to sound like if Tool, a Perfect Circle, and Taylor Swift made an album together, and and that's my <laughs> that that's that's my uh, inspiration for this album. I listen to a lot of Tool. And a lot of uh, Taylor Swift. I'm trying to find our top our top fans just so I could shout out people. But go ahead, Tillian. Keep telling us stuff. Um, most of the songs are about my workout routine. <laughs> he's got the big. He's right. got the big, biggest a, forearm in the business. I just want to say the acceptance speech was better than Afterburner. Go ahead. Yeah, um, I agree you, can you can leave. You can leave. I can disagree. I disagree with that. I disagree with that one hundred percent. Split decision <laughs> on this one. Um, I'm I'm gonna have to disagree with you because the amount of uh, tool influence in <laughs> in acceptance speech wasn't as as prominent as in Afterburner. Um, since I was pretty new to the band. I agree. But. Uh, shout out to to the producer, one of my good friends, Matt Malpas. Um, you know, he's working a lot with Trippy Red and Machine Gun Kelly now, and and John Feldman, and we're gonna take over the world. And you know, you know, shout out to Matt Malpas. He, without shade on him, I mean, where would, would we be, right? Like that's like most of like what Moses talks about, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, that Moses guy. I don't, I don't take too kindly to what he says about bands like Tool and Three Days Grace and Matt Malpas. You know, <laughs> that's not cool, man. How offended are you that Moses doesn't like Drowning Pool? 
Oh, drowning pool fucking sucks. Um, that's okay. <laughs> they, they, they wish they could be tall. You know what I mean? They, they, I know what you mean. What are you, Ernest now? <laughs> Where's Ernest? What is that supposed to mean? Who's Ernest? He's a, he's a white guy with an undercut. <laughs> Alright, I, I gotta go. Um, you know, these glutes aren't gonna tone themselves. Go do some body rolls, right? <laughs> Alright, that was uh, Tillian. Cool wow. guy. Um, that's so cool him to come on our 50th episode. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah, can't wait Which... to tweet. Oh, yeah. Which reminds me of something on the podcast. What? Yeah. Helium, when we got Tillman. I feel like that reminds me of We got Tillian with up. two L's. With two L's? <laughs> Very nice. Um, oh, yeah. So. so um, if you look at the number of episodes, it's going to be like 49, 48, 47, something, I don't know, something like that. Um, that's not true. There's actually 50, 50 episodes. Just yeah, we just episodes. don't know how to. Just, just, don't know just how to say, yeah. Don't know how to, just, counting's hard. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. So, it's the 50th oh. episode. You know, there's bonus tracks. So. Should we, uh, so I'm just looking through some comments. I wanted to shout out some people that definitely, uh, have been sticking around because we shouted out Mama P, but, um, I definitely want to like shout out like, uh, Ethan Swope, Turner Cruz, Elijah Sanchez, um, who's some new people from like Bayside, uh, something, uh, Abby Major, she runs, she helps run the Bayside Colt. We should definitely shout her out. Shout out, Abby. Shout out, Shout out, Kylo Turner, James. dude. Shout out, Elijah, all those people, man. Shout out, Kylo James, who who, who always has some smart-ass shit to say in every comment section. <laughs> and he hates instant gratification. <laughs> Shout out, Kylo, bro. He hates... How, how can you hate, like, their worst, or, like, one of their best albums? He says, not enough mess, bro. Not enough mess. Dude, that, it has some of the sickest mess parts. Um, like on that album, what what's the? I spit that maggot. Ow. He's probably fanboying so hard right now. Take yeah, that. we shouldn't. Man, don't talk about that guy. <laughs> Peace <laughs> out. Hey. Peace Kyle. out, Kyle. <laughs> uh, shout out our, our top fan, Kaylee Roberts. Uh, shout out Pierre Luc Manier or whatever. He's from the base. Side cult. He's just very angry every day <laughs> that there's not Bayside inside of a pole. Uh, um, shout out David John Coffee. Um, he he hit us up a couple times, and he put me on a line the line in the sloth, which yeah. they might be on the podcast soon. Maybe fingers crossed. Should uh, I drop some Twitter handles? If you if you if you know some, yeah. All right. I mean, shout out. This, uh, uh, let me just sh- let me just shout out this these two I have on hand. Uh, shout out All Divine right, Echoes, Sarah and Sarah Wallace, who helped like donate memes to the cause. Like literally, like it's not that hard to get a meme posted on our wall. Like just make something, and if we laugh at it, it'll probably get posted on our wall. It's gotta be funny though. Go ahead, Cash. All right, let's what's see. going on? Twitter world. Shout out to Evolve. 
he likes all our stuff. That's awesome. D- Douglas, Douglas, Douglas Feeney. He's been mentioned on the podcast a couple of times. He's uh he's like Anamoria's like super friend. He was actually the original screamer of Valency. And I know we've mentioned Valency on the show because Joey Holiday did a feature for them. But shout out Doug. Doug is like the OG, and he was almost the screamer of Stay Still before me. So shout out Doug. Good job. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, shout out to Don't Tell Josh Five. It's cool, dude. Shout out to Oh yeah, it's Rick. Um. Oh, shout out to DG. The, the threads um they're cool the news DG, yeah ddd in the news too ddd in the news we gotta get you on here sometime because oh yeah let's get let's this, get them on you, you keep this whole twitter swan core train running <laughs> <laughs> that sounds bad but <laughs> shout out to jerry media for actually like not being a dick and crediting us that's actually really cool of them because i've had We've had a a certain guy named Finn McKenty share one of our memes, and he didn't give us credit at all. We Dude, just, I'm so salty. He's gonna be on the the No Jumper podcast. Oh, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> You're gonna like just be mad the whole time. Did that Stink come face. out already? I don't know. It hasn't come out yet. They've all been right. promoting it though. Um, shout out to Derek Lee, Chris Hankel. Uh, Shayna Janelle Brignard. I'm probably just like doxing all these people. Yeah, basically. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Shout out to Johnny David Boggs, the Seafloor Cinema Master Memer, um, Blake Thompson. I mean, these people want to be top fans. They're going to about to get like called out. Uh, Dude, Michael. who messaged Ronnie Radke on our Instagram? I just noticed what? that. <laughs> what the Brian. hell? I didn't, I don't even wait. You said you asked him if you if he admitted Swancore on Instagram. Oh yeah, I think I did. What did he say? Hopefully nothing. Did he say something? No. But talk about people that will never be on the podcast. Michael Pinto, Bojack, Stanton. Just listen to that Escape the Fate album just once. You know, I'm going to, but I'm afraid I'm gonna like it. Situations one. You're gonna, you should like it. It's actually a good album. Everything else is getting bad, but that was a good album. Uh, it's actually Moses. I hate to say it, dude. Like I, like I don't like to admit it, but that situation album's pretty fucking sick, dude. Like yeah, they're, and like the EP before it was good too, but it's like basically the same thing, just less songs. I actually do like some like Craig Mabbitt stuff too. Like I hate to say it. It's the boomer. It's the boomer core inside of me. So like, <laughs> I, the guys start playing guitar solos. Like my apocalypse by Escape the Fate. That shit just fucking goes hard. Like, what is it? The webs we weave. Like, there's like just some deep. Dude, like, uh, uh, like we need, it's mean. Can we wrap this up soon? Yeah. <laughs> <Let> me... <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're, I just gotta bounce. We're done. Shout out Ryan Kamutz, Raslin Hested, Edward Martinez, Megan Miller. Uh, Jared Kemp. I'm just Holly Hauser. I'm just naming off top Let's fans. See. Amy in the Sky Shut 3. Up. Rachel Valentine. Uh, dance, Shell, Dance. Should we, should we thank Dance Gavin Dance since like they're the whole reason why we have a podcast? <laughs> uh, 
No, maybe. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Shout out Alex Arez of Levity. Shout out to Joey Holiday of Anamoria. Shout out Nick Ray of uh, Marionette. Shout out Cracking the Ambivalent. Great name. Shout out Denise. Denise. Shout out Denise of Swan Posting. Denise uh, yeah, is, actually, uh, we would not have this podcast if she didn't kick me out of Swan Posting. <laughs> <laughs> Real Are you story. sure you're still banned? Like, I'm sure, like, it was, like, a, a week long. I don't long. really want to go back, though. <laughs> oh, also, shout, shout out Zach, the admin of the other Swan posting, because he, didn't he do an episode? Yeah, Jack Palava. He was actually one of the ah, few. Yeah, shout out Zach. Zach was on an episode. He's the only first, like, just, like, not banned no, person who was on only an episode. Civ- only, only civilian. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was, like, episode two or three of Acceptance Speech, I believe. Yeah, he was on the yeah, he's on the second one, and yeah, that was fun. He actually did very very well, and he was one of the people I was thinking about having be on the demo team, but I decided to go with Moses's proposed demo team, and hey, I think shout it worked out, out pretty well. And you got to on it too, so. Shout out of uh, Joshua Hensley of uh, Iadola Temple Posting too. They're they were real helpful during that thousand decent memes, which we got kind of some publicity for. Oh yeah, shout out uh, to Rise Records. Out. Just kidding. Don't shout them out, dude. <laughs> you should. You should we, we should make a shirts that like you know you know Hundred Thieves. Yeah. Um, like the the gaming like group, we should make like a copy of like one of their merch shirts and just like. Have it say a thousand decent memes. Yeah, we should. We should be like, uh, we should make a shirt that just says, where's my album info? (laughs) More me. Shout out Jonathan Flores. (laughs) Shout out uh, to good record labels like Velocity Records, Pure Noise Records. Um, Shout out to Austin Holmes. Jonathan Flores, Corey Clay, Edward Hare. Edward Hare comments on like all of our like polls and stuff. Shout out to Edward. Shout uh, out to Kiri Acacia. That's the homie right there. Shout out yeah. to L. Taylor Hager, Hagman. Hageman. Shout out Kurt Travis because Kurt Travis also one of the very few people that has been on the show that still kind of like fucks with us. He'll share our stuff or. He'll he'll attack some guy about a skateboard. Uh, never forget Jerry Hughes. Shout out Jerry Hughes. Shout out Jerry Hughes. Shout out DGD Show. Shout out Josh Robertson, Patrick Meeks, uh, Colin Casper, shout Hannah out Rent. Aiden God of Flop. All right, <laughs> that's enough shout outs. Let's fucking All right, yeah. At this point, shout out Mary Chanel Tremblay, Rachel Valentine, Silverstein, um, uh, Batman, Michael Bublé. Uh, Robert Goulet. Um, uh, shout out the the Scrying Strangler. Um, shout, shout out Texas Swan, yeah. shout out Texas Swan posting. Shout out, shout out Texas Swan posting. If you live in Texas, hit me up and I'll give you and I'll let you in. Except for he'll Moses, ban, he'll ban you. <laughs> shout out. Shout uh, oh boy, I bet you don't know post hardcore. <laughs> Shout out Durst posting. Uh, shout out, dude, shout out Riff Raff. Shout out Riff Raff. Shout out Riff Raff. <laughs> nice. We gotta get him on the podcast. Bro, 
For 50 bucks on Cameo, we can get them for like 22 minutes, like a minute maybe. <laughs> All right, but I really got to go. I'm, I'm starving. All right, well, we can, we can keep I, doing I, it, man. I mean, we can I'm keep pretty strained on. Train me. We don't have to do recent listens, bro. That's true. We don't have to. But we can still shoot shit. I mean, is David still here? I'm kind of like remote, so I kind of got to go myself. All right. But, Cash, the good times will never end because we both like Closure in Moscow, right? Yeah. Closure in Moscow. Shout out to Closure in Moscow, who is also on that list of people that said they would be on our show and then kind of ghosted us. Hey, you know what? They're probably busy. Maybe not. I don't know. Who was that band who was supposed to be on, but they're from Australia and, like, we just fucked up the whole time, like, thing? Galleons. Galleons, who's uh, on Famine Records. Shout out, follow Troy, and uh, at the drive-in for basically inspiring everyone. Yeah. Are you recording? <laughs> yes, I am. Let me, uh, all right, talk to yourself for a sec. I use a restroom. Nice. All right, um, I don't know. Shout out, you know, shout out the listener. Shout out you who's listening right now. You deserve a shout out every now and then. You're doing well. You're doing great. Keep it going, man. It's all gonna be good. Um, shout out my other three homies on here. Y'all are cool. Couldn't do without y'all. Who won the blue, uh, the blue dream challenge, and who won the nothing shameful challenge? Because I feel like we gotta shout those people. Out. I yeah, know. Cadge, Z Ham for nothing shameful. Um, I don't recall who won the blue dream challenge's name off the top of my head. Uh, but it was shout good. out Jerry Hughes though. <laughs> yeah, we already shout out Jerry Hughes, which. Shout out Adventurer. Okay. <laughs> I mean, who are all the bands David likes to talk about? Um, from first to Strawberry last, Strawberry Girls, Park, Strawberry Girls. <laughs> Shout out all those bands. Kurt Travis era dance game. Dance. <laughs> yep. Um, Shout out uh, uh, Scene Daddy, who I yeah, write for, but they've Daddy. shared our stuff before. And shout hey. out that uh, Julia, that Julia. Caesar meme that had John Mess lyrics on it, multiple we're stab wounds, multiple stab wounds, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna shout out memes. <laughs> memes that have brought us like great pop God bless that one meme that had uh Kenny Omega, Matt Hardy, and uh Sammy on it from AEW where they're all chasing him in a golf truck. I think that was like one of our like first like super popular memes. Oh, yeah, that, that was a good meme you made, man. Of course, you yeah. always make good memes. Well, well like I wouldn't the... say you always make good memes, but you're a good enough meme. I'm a decent maker. meme maker. Well, you're good enough that, like, the you're shot. You're, I don't think you ever made a bad meme, first off. And, like, you have enough hits that even if you, uh, stuff doesn't land, you're still, like, considered pretty good, so. Actually, like, I'd say I would say you're better than pretty good. I think at this point, you might want to consider just becoming a meme maker as a job. 
funny that you should say that. I actually have uh, I have people I've had I've been paid to make memes before, and right I've actually, I actually just got like paid by a certain band. I won't say who, but uh, I got paid by a certain band to kind of help them like with their uh, social media presence. So, um, I mean, I'm sure you could kind of figure that out if you just look at my what I posted on my <laughs> wall today, but. Um, Nobody will know when this was aired, but um, shout out Tired Violence, Tyler Morris. That was like, uh, I can remember, like, we're going to have him on the show later, but uh, I can remember when this dude had just, like, put a song on Dreambound, and he was just starting out, and I was just like, oh, that's a cool song. It was in my, uh, what, Discover Weekly, whatever, and, like, I was listening to it, and I was like, that's cool. So I put it on a recent listens one week, and, like, he totally, like, jumped on the ball and he was totally appreciative and he's like become like a real good friend and like i nowadays like his tiktok it's like he's like in the hundred thousands views all the time and he gets like he's got a lot of big opportunities and it's just great to see like fans that we like just kind of like touch on when they're like starting out and they start blowing up same with like resilient and stuff like that it's yeah, just I like that. i can't wait i can't wait to like just i don't know 10 years from now, I want to know what the impact that the Demo Team podcast had on the scene, because if we keep working at it, man, I feel like we can actually do some good out there, you know? I think we've already done a lot of good, too, so. Yeah, it's yeah. true. I mean... What's it like being the brain child? You're the brain child, bro. You did all this. This was your idea. Like, we all, we all, we've all helped shape it and form it into what it is today, but this was your idea. Yeah. How does that feel, Cash? Um, well, I've been thinking about this a lot lately, and there's one thing that I kind of think about is like, yeah, I could make it, I could talk about Dance Gavin Dance on a podcast for like once a week for like an hour or two and do that. But like, I don't think I could do it without y'all. I don't think this is successful without y'all. You know what I mean? So, I mean, for sure. I'm just 100%. I super thankful for dude, because. Yeah, I agree because like I I run other pages. I work with other groups and then like my meme game like it's not as powerful on my own without y'all and it's like I would always say like if people try to say like the demo team podcast is like mine or like oh it's Ryan's podcast I'm like no. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. This is a four person show. Like this show doesn't work with all of us. Like, I always feel like our best episodes usually happen to be just when we're all on game, you know? Exactly. I mean, I agree with we all bring, we're all bringing stuff to the table for sure. And it's, mm-hmm. it's like I said, it's like, it's really weird. It's like doing something creative. I, it's like you can do it, but it's like you don't really know what you're doing. So you actually do it. Like you can say it, but like once you're actually in it. Also, like, I was kind of joking earlier, and I said, we don't want any more competing podcasts, but, like, dude, if you want to do something creative, you should definitely go do it, for sure. Yeah, 100%. Like, that's what I tell people all the time. Like, it's like, people will be like, oh, you can't, I can't do it because of this, and this, and this, and it's just like, bro, like, consistency and persistence, like, go a long way. Just, like, just keep up with it, and 
even if like this this podcast isn't the best quality podcast we don't sound all crystal nope. clear we very like very not <laughs> i don't make my Bye. memes in photoshop i don't like you know i don't have the nicest phone in the world i have an android that like costs like a couple hundred bucks and everything that i've attained everything that this podcast attained it's just like this is all like guerrilla like warfare basically just a bunch of dudes that are just real determined to like push something yeah and it became it became something like if we're not massive we're not like new fury media like we're not like getting paid to do this we don't make money off of this like we definitely want to make t-shirts which i still need to uh get those designs to my homeboy but like the website was going to get an endorsement we're supposed to start um having ads for um I guess, you know, ball shavers or whatever. I mean, <laughs> usually I, uh, when I uploaded the episodes to Podbean, I usually put like a, like they ask you for that middle break. I usually just put it at the one hour mark just because it says like it's the. I mean, it'll tell you if there's ads, if they want you to do ads and they haven't asked us to do ads yet, but that's okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess it would be cool to make money off it, but like it's all right to not make money off stuff. In fact, it, that's the only thing is like if you're passionate about something, you don't need to be high in the you know you don't need to be like the best guy or like you know a professional you can just do it for fun like i don't know if you want to like anything like if you want to play baseball or something you, you're not good enough to be pro just go fucking play baseball with your friends or something you know what i mean like if you, yeah. you want to play music go f- play music if you actually just enjoy doing it you'll enjoy doing it uh, doing a small time yeah, I feel it, bro. Like, just like I know that people laugh at Shia LaBeouf's like "just do it" shit, but like he he's kind of right. He's right. Just fucking do it. You won't regret it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, unless it's I mean, something horrible, <laughs> don't yeah. do that. But um, is there anything like I don't know? I feel like there's someone we haven't shouted out. But probably oh, there's probably plenty of people. I mean, I don't think we're going to get through, get everyone their due. We'll have to wait for the 100th episode. Have to stick around for that to get the <laughs> shot off. We Step your not... game up and we'll... <laughs> yeah, we, we apologize. Man, it's crazy we did this. We've done this a whole year, or more than a year now. Mm-hmm. Page was created March 14th, 2020. So it's May. So... so... 14 months, dude. Yeah. I think 14 months of hard work goes a long way. It's definitely, and would be so much harder without y'all for sure. Actually, you know, like, like I said, like, how, yeah, I could do, I could just talk about Dance Gavin Dance on a podcast for like an hour every week, but like, I, I don't think I had any idea what this would take to pull it off, like going in. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't think we, I think we've touched on it, but like now that we've kind of like expanded and kind of just like, we're able, like, it's not hard to get interviews anymore. I, f- I remember there was a time where it was just like, uh, I guess we're talking about the album this week. I mean, that was like, that was the plan, like all the time, but now it's gotten to the point where it's like, well, the calendar's all filled when we're going to, I don't think we're yeah. going to have to have a dance, dance this week, which, which, which I, I think we're, uh, I'll be honest, we, we're supposed to be talking about Death Star, but um, we're having a little bit of technical difficulty, and so it's kind of delaying our ep- our 
one of our episodes, but yeah, we're gonna have to. I'll definitely. I'll get those shirts. Like I'll start working on those because you definitely shouldn't have to pay for that all by yourself, especially since it's something that we all should have an invested interest in. Yep. So if y'all want that's shirts, our, that's, so. that's our that's our raw history right there, dude. And like that's unedited. That's all of our memories, all our thoughts and stuff. And yeah, man. They might not be. They might not be worth something to the average normie out there, but I think to us, like those are. Those are our memories. That's that's our path to what's gotten to us where we are right now. For sure, man. I mean, there's some... There's a little more of the origin story. It's not the most flattering, but... Um, you know... If you ask me about... If you ask me about it, I'll, I'll tell you more about how this all came about, but... What's the what's the unflattering story? <laughs> um, this is this is kind of like my backup plan, honestly. I want to do something else. Plan? And well, there's a few. There's that, and then there's also a little bit of maybe I don't know. Vindictive is the right well. I get kicked out of Swan posting or whatever, and I'm like, uh-huh. you know what? I'm gonna. I'll just do my own thing. I'm I'm on my opinions on dance guy. I'll just make it so I'll platform myself. You know what I mean? So you are basically Bender from Futurama. You were I'll create my own Swan thing with blackjack and hookers. Exactly. And I mean, I, mean, that's, I feel like yeah, this is definitely Swan posting with with blackjack and hookers for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would definitely uh, say that this podcast is very much uh, uh, blackjack and hookers. That's yeah. all we talk about every week. I mean, it's, like, it's cut, disguised in the cover of uh, fucking... This, uh, this, this is all just code words. Yeah, Dance Gavin Dance is really, uh, you know, it's code for uh, blackjack and hookers. That's what this podcast has always been about. If you go back and listen really carefully, you will uh, figure out the... With the cipher, the cipher, yeah, you you figured out the puzzle. But like, it is really weird. Like, I, I was going to, I, I in twenty twenty, I was like, I'm gonna do something creative this year, and like, my thing was like, I was gonna do like a sports writing thing, and then coronavirus came, and I was like, okay, so I guess that's probably not gonna happen. And then I did this, and well, doing pretty fucking well. <laughs> Yeah, I, w- I would say that we're doing a lot better. I mean, putting myself in the headspace about February of last year, shows weren't exactly, you know, pandemic wasn't exactly, like, super set in yet. But I was doing the band, and I had, uh, was just like, I think, I don't know who, Moses tagged me, right? Yeah, Moses, it was, all right, so... That's the other thing, I guess, is like how this all formed. Was like I was like, I made a post on Third Times the Charm, so I'm posting up because wasn't allowed the other one. And I was like, Yo, who wants to make a dance kind of dance podcast? And it was like very on the way, like a very like, you know what I mean? Like just it was like kind of half a joke, but like also like kind of I was like kind of wanted to do it, but like I I, I kind of presented it as a joke and. 
everyone's like, yo, let me be in it, let me be in it. And then, like, Moses, who I knew before, and I was like, he, and I like, I liked him because he, um, his favorite album, I guess we had talked about it, Downtown Battlefield 2, that's his favorite album. And then he also, like, Take This to Your Grave by Fall Out Boy. And mm. I was like, okay, I'll, I, I like his taste in music. At least at the time I did. I'm just playing. I mean, he has good taste in music outside of some certain areas. <laughs> but I think the thing with Moses is Moses likes a shit ton of music, bro. Like, but yeah. So anyway, yeah, I love that. Uh, but um, yeah. So he he brings up you and David. I'm like, I don't. I, I know y'all at all, but I want to know and, how he figured out about David. Yeah, I don't know either. Like, because like I. I, like, me, I was the guy that was just posting random fucking memes and science swamp posting, so, like, Moses found some of the shit I did funny, and, like, I found some of the stuff he did funny in swamp posting, because he's always, like, shit-talking, and it's just, like, yeah. shit, shit-talkers shit are gonna, like, you know, be like-minded and, like, just, like, clash and laugh and sh- at shit together. For but sure. I, I think David was, like, doing, was more, like, on the positive end, though. Yeah. Like, David's... David crazy man he's like the glue that holds this shit together like oh, as yeah. weird as it is today, he's like the young like youth that like makes it okay to be like 30 almost 30 in 30 year old somethings like being raving about it he just kind of like brings legitimacy that what we like is stands the test of time like it's yeah, not exactly. just for, it's funny like not, introducing stuff to him yeah it's great. Yeah. But my my phone's at like six percent, and I'm yeah. not trying to like. They're starting to ramble now. But yeah, it's become the Ramble Team podcast, which I think is just like the alias of this podcast anyway. Ramble Team. Ramble Team. We're gonna have a spinoff joke podcast, right? <laughs> just playing that would be dumb because that's repetitive. Because it's basically what we do anyways. Yeah. Somehow we and somehow we had like this we made like some pretty nice chemistry too yeah i like i think like that was one of the things that like established us at the beginning is that we all realized we can like bullshit at each other and ramble and just like it makes up content makes up space yeah but i don't know i've always enjoyed my time here i i won't lie i've had some rough times you know i've butted heads with same here. I think we've I think we've all butted heads at different points. Like I don't think like anybody here is a perfect angel in no. terms of uh causing stuff. But I mean there's times when I wanted to quit and I'm pretty sure you've had times like that too. But yeah, actually a couple times actually. <laughs> yeah, a few times for me too. I was just be like, you know what? Those mother... <laughs> yeah. It's frustrating working with people, but like, I think we got it down pretty well now. Yeah. 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 I think I got a couple more shout-outs, and then we can just close it. Uh, okay. Shout-out to Casey Raby, Bradley Cook, Jacob Morse, Zach Russell Terrier, Xavier Sonola, Michael Joseph Cano, Hector Gonzalez, um, Hino John, Definitely support uh, Hino John. He's in Dead Widow. Dead Widow is awesome. Support. Uh, he films the clouds. He films the clouds. Their drummer is the brothers with my drummer's band. Super awesome guys. 
Uh, shout out Little Geronimo for no reason. It's not like they're paying me <laughs> or anything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> shout out Jake Jones, Normac, Greenwood, Albert Gaynor, uh, Robert Cervantes, Elijah Sanchez again. You get to Aaron Herrell. Uh, shit, man. Shout out to everybody in my band. Shout out to everybody that listens to this podcast. Shout out to everybody that likes our memes and listens to us. And shout out to the big giant mommy milker lady for Resident Evil 8. I mean, I guess shout out to um, uh, Swamp Hosting. Yeah. Without yeah. like without them, man. I Honestly, that's true. I mean, without them. Even though they, they can... Um, you know, Swan Post, I think, is a reflection of the real world. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's the most honest, truest fan base. Both beautiful it's and very um, terrible at times. Oh, yeah. Also, shout out Caleb Joseph Tobias Crocker. We see you tagging us all the time, bro. Oh, don't worry. Yeah, we see and you. Go follow the real name Tobias. That's cool as fuck. Yeah. Shout out Cold Harbor Collective. Uh, shout out Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story, because that movie's awesome. All right. Uh, we should have uh, John C. Riley on. Dude, that would be amazing. Yeah. Like, no joke. Like, we should I ask him to be down. Shout out to Mortal Kombat. All right. Um, shout out to Attack Attack for being good sports. Shout out to Johnny Frank. Jo- oh, shout out God. To, to Bill Murray. Can we apologize fans? to Johnny Frank? <laughs> okay, I mean... Sorry that I we're apologize. like. I I I kind of I was doing this all in a joking tone. By the way, I didn't. <laughs> if you came across not uh, <laughs> joking, like I, I I apologize for that. But I think a lot of y'all got it. So. Yeah. Shout out Matt Martinez, Matt Colson, Noah Shepard, Jackson Davis, Sorensen, uh, Philip Drake, Nicholas Scott. I'm just I'm just trying to like get as many top fans or people that just pay attention to our podcast. Winston Wolf, Doc Smith, uh, BG Goodrich from uh, the local band Smokeout. That dude's awesome. Robert Campbell, Timmy Parker, Quentin Alltop, who is Ghost Chef, of course. Oh yeah. Art Thomas, Jamie Coffin. Shout out Cash Spicer, whoever that guy is. <laughs> Philip Lee, Joe Tiblans, Mikey Lintz of uh, to all the crowded rooms. Shout out to him. We definitely want to be on your show mikey parker uh who's that dude that wants us on his college show brian uh, something? brian i need to add him Here, let me find him real quick yeah, yeah, yeah Brian's brian cool. jaron churchwell uh kyle dean jason shaw kyle davis jesse mcdermott justin sky bentley uh anthony on fire douglas anderson of the seafloor cinema definitely thank them because they're not just guests they actually like yo listen you know to what we need show. to do we need mm-hmm. i want to do a twitch stream where we play their card game yes that would be brilliant dude i just need to figure out how to like how we can all get cards and be in different places um i think like i'm, I'm not gonna wood, I, think, than... <laughs> I might actually be getting a deck maybe from right. them so if i get it I'm definitely gonna. You could be like moderator or something for that. Right. That'd be actually that'd be genius to like face them with their card game. That would be cool. If we yeah, if we got if we played them. Yeah. Shout that's, out to. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I'll say that's that's something we all can look forward to because I don't want to do that. And also the other thing is, 
think we wouldn't we should do some tiktoks at some point maybe i don't know we should definitely make the demo team tiktok that's that's uh that's the next hot ticket yeah. uh shout out but by the time we make a tiktok i bet you it will there'll be something that even bigger by then probably maybe by the time but uh shout out john ramirez uh brandon lowen trout former drummer of Anamoria. That dude's awesome. He's always been supportive since, like, day one. He's, like, one of the first people that followed us. Uh, Mike Lowey, uh, Peter Apmarato, Daniel Livingston. Shout-out to Stephen Fitzgerald, who is probably, like, the most artistic dance kind of dance meme maker in the world. Uh, Mikey Maleficent, Nick Haas. Shout-out to Coletta, because they actually promoted their... Um, their... Uh, our episode with them really well. Yeah. Shout out to had a great album this year too. Last year. Shout out, shout out Nelzy Sims of uh Third Times a Charm. Very helpful to us. Uh shout out Michaela of this sounds like John Mess lyrics. Shout out Larry Kennedy, Anthony Williams, uh I found the Brian guy, but he didn't have his last name on. But anyways, Brian who runs who's on a uh the host of a blast from the past on 90.3 WMSC at Montclair State University, New Jersey. Shout out to you, bro. Shout out, Shout out to you. Shout out Mikey Parker. Shout out Douglas Feeney again, because that dude's awesome. I love Doug. Evil. That guy's awesome. Phil Salipa. Uh, shit, bro. Arthur Gallegos. Arthur, uh, Austin Cervantes. Uh, Ryan Lottman. Shout out Wayne Ortiz of Massive Breakdowns. That dude's awesome. He was in Of the Fallen. I've mentioned them on the podcast a couple of times. Those guys are awesome. They do great things in Texas, dude. You should check out uh, Wayne Ortiz of Massive Breakdowns and Of the Fallen. Right. Shout out Peso, Dallas Riblet, Kyle Dean. Um, the list. Uh, uh, shout out Michael Marquez. Shout out Dakota Jackson. I'm just trying to Kabir, Holcomb, shout out Ben Heiser, Tyler Rossow, your channel's awesome on YouTube, bro. Uh Justice Gutierrez, Adam Hoyt, uh there's another shout Adam. Out that guy who looked like uh uh Dwight Jr. He made the uh, cozy representative. Yeah, cozy representative. <laughs> shout out to that dude. Shout out to Kevin Galicia, uh Kyle Provins, uh Shout out, shout out, shout out. Are we done with shout outs? Um, this episode feels like this MF Doom song, but it's not even at the end of the album. But he's like, I don't know how to end an album. And he goes, mashed potatoes, applesauce, or whatever. And he's just like, yeah, I don't know. It was funny. Just, just later. Shout out Adam Mason, Jordan Havens. Uh, shout out. Shout out to uh, Dance Gavin Dance, though. Like, seriously. Like, the band themselves, because this podcast wouldn't exist without Dance Gavin Dance. So, I think that's the best way to end it. Or we could just say, actually, the biggest shout out in the whole wide world is John Mess. Okay. Hey, what's your middle name? My middle name? My middle name's Nicholas. Nicholas? I was just wondering, because you you said some middle names. So, Ryan Nicholas Porter. Yeah, thank you. Uh, don't look me up. <laughs> <laughs> what What's the name of your street? What's your zip code? Uh, you, do you want to know the my credit card and the the pesky numbers on the back too? Uh, can you give me your social security number? I can only give you like 
most of it. You got to guess the last number. You don't remember it. It's okay. I always got to look mine up. Also, shout out to Chris Roder for having my band on his stream. That shit Dude, was cool. Chris Roder's awesome, man. Best yeah. Amorous singer, maybe. Yeah. Well, I say my, honestly, my favorite Amorous album was that first one, I think. The one with uh, Chris Roder? Yeah. It's the least problematic of them all, bro. That's very true. Least problematic. And it just it just goes down well, you know? Just like, good, Just good classic post-hardcore. Well, so fingers crossed, and like, uh, we get, uh, we get a certain that certain drummer that we just keep mentioning every episode on the show. Like, that would be really cool. Yes, it would be cool to get Dave Grohl on, right? Yeah, Dave Grohl of, uh, what was he was in? He looks like the dude from Nirvana, but he's in Foo Fighters. Yes, that guy. But that I, guy. He's yeah. not a drummer, though. He's a singer guitarist. Oh, that's right. The dude, in the, the dude in Nirvana is a drummer, and the dude in Foo Fighters is yeah. a singer. Oh, player, you're talking drum. about Meg White. That's who you're Meg, talking about, right? Oh, Meg White. Yeah, yeah Meg White's yeah. dope, dude. Yeah, we're going to have Meg White on. Or are we talking about Lars Ulrich? Uh, no one's talking about Lars Ulrich. Not even Lars Ulrich is talking about Lars Ulrich. Just shout out to everybody, man, that's supported and been there for us. Yeah, and shout out to our future fans. Or listeners. Moses said not to call them fans. But, hey, if you think you're a fan, that's cool, man. More power to you. You're a fan, man. You're a fan. It probably means you, like, regulate temperature and, like, cool down hot rooms. You spin around. Right round, like a record baby. Hell yeah. Yes. We're totally rambling at this point. Dude, I know. But I think that's when we're best. So, you know, maybe we should leave when we're when we're at our best, right? Yeah. So follow us more. Follow us on Instagram, Demo Team Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Demo Team Podcast. Follow us on Facebook, The Demo Team Podcast. Just um, follow us on OnlyFans, of course. Demo Team Podcast. XXX. Very nice. Very nice. And I guess we'll be back for episode 51 next week. Yeah. Uh, no next meteors week. hit the earth. By next then. May 16th, so we'll have J-Thubes on, which I think you guys will really like. He's kind of like, uh, he's basically like a one-man fall of Troy. All right. Is he like one of those guys who like has all his instruments like on his back and he like walks around and like he's Ben Rosette. drums and stuff? You know what I'm talking about? He's basically underground Ben Rosette, where he just plays oh, everything. Okay. <laughs> underground so. Ben Rosette? I can fuck with that. Yeah, I definitely I enjoy would overground Ben Rosette. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very Ben Rosette. But, uh, yeah, shout out, man. Shout out to the Demo Team podcast for existing. Yeah, I think that this has definitely changed my life. I tell you what. Definitely in a better spot now than I was 14 months ago. Same. Yeah. I think, I don't know, I can't speak for Moses or David, but I'd probably say that they seem to be doing all right, too. So Let's just say they are. I mean, Moses yeah. lives in Texas now, and I mean, I, I hate to say it, David just keeps developing into a better and better musician. Yeah. 
I don't hate to say that. Why would you hate to say that? I was going to say, I don't hate to say that, though. You're jealous. <laughs> David's you can musicianship. Be, he's going to be better than me, bro. Telling you. He's got I a great shit. voice, man. I try. But, uh, yeah, yeah that's working on my streaming, too. Maybe maybe I'll be in Stay Still someday. <laughs> maybe. It's, it's, it's not that hard. We need a guitarist. Second one, anyway. All right. But, well, uh, I'm never down there. Maybe I'll audition, but probably not. Never say never. All right. I won't say never. I will. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 All right, Cash. All You're right. good, bro. All right. Later, man. Later. Bye, everybody. Goodbye.